What's up? Yo. It's Joe Reezy and we're back in the cave. I'm here with Francis, Jermaine, and Andrew bring you the cave podcast. Before we begin, we begin, make sure you check out the website, cave.com. That's k4v3.com. Check us out. And now we got Neek back in the cave. What's up, Neek? Welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Super excited to be here. Super excited to be back. So thank you again for having me on. Yeah, our pleasure. And, you know, we started the podcast kind of abruptly because we were already catching up and I wanted to save it too for the podcast. So um, Francis and Neek have a mutual friend that they tattooed, that Neek tattooed. Mm-hmm. And we were making jokes about how when she tattoos people, it's like it opens up a web or a network of other Filipinos <laughs> that she yeah. that we already know. And Almost hey, I think we're all time. cousins, right? Mm-hmm. If you trace it back. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I look at the last name. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I'm related to them or something. <laughs> There's been a few times. So always a half degree someone of separation. Someone always knows one of my cousins. Yeah, someone always knows one of my cousins somehow. Mm-hmm. Like even me and 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 Jermaine. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, my best friend is your wife's cousin, cousin. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Your best no idea. friend is your wife's cousin. Mm-hmm. So I can't be talking my shit on this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking my shit. <laughs> Remember what happened yeah, last time I was something. talking my shit. <laughs> you always gotta talk your shit, man. Yeah, we got in trouble for that. Talk that talk, man. <laughs> hey, can we just talk about how Jarrell's totally in the Filipino spirit with his costume? <laughs> well, you noticed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Always repping. I gotta get one of those cave shirts, man. Oh, you got it. We're actually gonna get that set up after the show. So we got you. Um, I wanted to ask. I, I was planning on getting Mabuhai tatted on me. How many Mabuhai tats have you have you done? That would actually be my only one. Oh, really? How yeah. many sons yeah. have you tattooed? On I was about to ask that. <laughs> How many sons? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Too many to count. High double digits. It's triple digits. Maybe maybe not high double digits, but like enough that. That I would have lost count. I, believe I think that, that tattoo is part of the. Who here has a son? I do. I, do. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I think, I I think one that's, that's the Filipino Pride so starter the, pack. Yeah, bro. What is that? You know? three, that's and three then, out of five of us. Actually, no, no, no. The starter pack is when you see a car with the sun sticker always on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> no, whatever. They graduate to a tattoo or they got a Jollibee sticker. I've seen a lot of Jollibee stickers on cars now and <laughs> license plate frames. I was like, I kind of wow. want that. <laughs> Just says Chicken Joy. Well, I feel like since people, people sometimes question if I'm Filipino, so I got to have mm-hmm. like Filipino tattoos just to get that question out of the way, you know? Mm. Yo, that's why I got mine like straight up on my sleeve. Cause I had a, uh, I had patience tatted on me, but I had it, mm-hmm. you know, in an African language. Cause it was so based probably. on a song called patience yeah. by Nas and Damien Marley. And you know, oh, they're singing Sabali. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had Sabali on my arm, but in Arabic, 
but in English. In, in an English word, but in Arabic font. So it was really fucking confusing, you know what I mean? And I already don't obviously look like Filipino. So they look at the tattoo, they look at me like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> you like so double like, translated it. You just go straight up tribal, <laughs> like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you double translated the word. Yeah. Then you have to exactly. ex- extra explain why you have that tattoo. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, you know, I should have should have thought this out. But and plus in Arabic, you read from like right to left, right? So oh, wow. I don't even know what kind of word words are spells. I learned that I just avoid words altogether on my body. But I do kind of want to get my blue eye tatted. Yeah, we can do that, man. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Truly should sponsor me, by the way. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by sponsor Truly. the podcast <laughs> and the global truth. <laughs> and the global truth. What is no one's drinking Sarsi right now? I Sarsi wish. Are fucking red horse and shit. Hot <laughs> cola. You ever heard that shit? <laughs> well, my grandma's restaurant, Chino, they have red horse. So, oh yeah, we were yeah. talking about this. That was what got us in trouble yeah. last time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, I'm gonna stay quiet about Red Horse now. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the TikTok thing or what? Yeah, yeah. oh man, <laughs> it started with us talking about Red Horse. Yeah, and this is part of the game. That shit's funny. I feel like that was that's growth, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it got eyes on and our when shit you know you've made there. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They were watching our shit regardless of how mad she was. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. reach you reach a network of titas and fucking ates that hate you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Filipinos are the the most Damn hating them. ass people too. You know, hate, 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 hate. <laughs> so I'm not surprised they could be hating. Like if there's a thing I've been kind of reading about on like these groups about how in the Philippines, if you're Filipino American, the Filipinos don't even like consider you mm. Filipino. But they love they love Tagalog Kurt on YouTube, who's this white guy. (laughs) Have you heard of this guy? This guy's just this white cowboy guy speaking Tagalog, and the Filipinos love him. But if you're Filipino American, it's a fuck you. (laughs) I have, yeah, dude, I heard about that, and then I saw some responses to that too. So I mean, okay, the gist of what I got from it, right, is what you were saying, where Mm -hmm. the Filipinos in the Philippines are like talking shit, saying that we're not Filipino enough. Like somebody like me, yeah, born not. here in the states, claiming that mm-hmm. we're, I'm Filipino, would be like, "Oh, you're not really Filipino, or you can't fluently speak the Galog or whatever." But I saw somebody. There was there were some rebuttals to that, um, saying that that was some bullshit. You know, like we're yeah. all Filipino. So, I mean, it does it does kind of hurt my feelings a little bit when I hear that from <laughs> from Filipinos in the Philippines. I'm like, damn, dude, you know. Yeah. We want to connect with something because we don't fully connect with the culture over here all the time. So it sucks that it's hard to connect with both sides, right? Like you're kind of caught in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. This is obviously different. Like it's in, in the Philippines, it's either like high class or, or really lower class, you know? Mm-hmm. So over here, mm-hmm. the struggle is more like assimilating with. Am I Asian? Am I Hispanic? You know what I mean? Am I Pacific Islander? Like, what do I? I'm American. Like, group up with? Like, what do I tell these people and, and normalize ass? You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's different, but 
it, you you feel that really obviously when you're. Well, I mean, I for me when I'm fucking getting food at like fucking Island Pacific, you know what I mean? <laughs> the fucking, those Filipinos, dude. Those Filipino chicks, they don't give a fuck, man. Especially. You don't look Filipino, Filipino, you know, they just, right. they, they look through you. You know what I mean? They don't look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends though, because like if you're mestiza looking right, they like that. Like if you're light skin and you look like you're mixed with, with uh Spanish blood, it's like, oh, okay. You know, like it's, it's why they like um, Tagalog Kurtz because he's white and he can speak Tagalog. Uh, it's cringe you know? fucking videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, enjoy, I definitely enjoy his videos, but like, yeah. I just think it's kind of a double standard, right? If they're gonna, like you said, if they're gonna praise the Galug Kurt, but then talk shit about, you know, people like me, born born and raised in the states, who can't necessarily speak fluently, like that's that's some bullshit. And I think again, because I don't, um, people always don't automatically recognize me as like Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, I leaned into filipino culture even more to kind of compensate for that and so then Mm. to like still feel that little bit of rejection of like you're not filipino enough it sucks and you know what it's not even just filipinos from the philippines right it's like there's filipinos from la that are like oh you you know you grew up around white people you're not really filipino or whatever you know what if you really think about it i'll be i'll be honest i feel like it's true even for us you know if we if if we had a Filipino on this podcast panel who is like blonde and you know had a really like American accent when they spoke Tagalog, like we would make fun of them. Like this boy Filipino, this fool's just acting. <laughs> so that's fair. I feel like that's it's fair. it's kind of hidden as a playful, you know what I mean? Social bid for attention, kind of, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. right. there's some dissing undertones too, I feel like so. Yeah, it's but, out there. But you were in the Philippines not too long ago. So what was your experience like? I'm sure you didn't experience anything like that, right? Me? Yeah. Um, No, I think for a woman, it's different, right? If you're light skin and you look mestiza, like, you know, they're, wow, you know. Wow, you're so mestiza. <laughs> Which it's it's like, of course, you know, they're saying it in a positive way, but to me hearing it my whole life and wanting to look more Filipino and wanting to identify more as Filipino, it does bother me, but mm. you know, I'm not all twisted inside about it anymore. So it is what mm. it is. Cause I mean, I used to live in the Philippines and I came there from here. I was like what, 10 years old and all the kids were pretty welcoming of me and embracing me and like inviting me mm-hmm. in. And I kind of like, so I've never really understood. Is this a new thing going on now? Because when I was there, people were like, oh, you're from America? And like they were just happy mm-hmm. to talk to me. So I don't know if this is like a new thing going on or is it just the next level to the crab mentality or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's so weird, right? Because they there's this thing where they're talking about Filipinos that aren't Filipino enough. But then when you look like Filipino, Filipino, they still talk shit about that, you know? <laughs> So you can't win. You yeah. can't win. That's yeah. why I said our people are some hating ass. Hating people. <laughs> <laughs> some, It'd be our like, own what? people sometimes. Yeah, but I don't. It's true. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe there's other races that do that too. But I don't. I think it's just us because I don't know. I mean, it's weird. you'd say I feel like people would say black on black crime. Black people hate on each other. Hispanics hate on each other too. Mm. I think it's within the people, you know what I mean? Mm. 
There's always that. Yeah. I think it's human nature just to be a hater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, even within, like, aside from within your own race, like, Americans hate on Americans. I mean, I'm guilty yeah. of it, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all the American. same, you know. You're going to be on a yeah, TikTok. Yeah, you know, like we yeah. talk, <laughs> we talk shit off. about like Florida or something, you know. Everybody talks shit about Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody, there's always going to be something, in, you know. There people talk like shit on California, people, too. It's everything. Dude, a lot of people talk shit oh, on yeah. fucking Huntington Beach, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, man. It just fractalizes <laughs> internally and smaller. <laughs> But shout true, out to Huntington Beach. Just depending on they, uh, <laughs> they banned the mask mandate over there recently, so and the vaccine. Oh really? America. Yeah, the vaccine. What? I don't know about the vaccine. I don't think anyone's man or banned the vaccine mandate, but a lot that's of what I read. states. Yeah, that's why I read for Huntington they, Beach mask mandate. So, if it's a federal mandate, can they, they do that? Federal can't interfere with state law. Like since. I learned that from government. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but then I also know what to say, so I heard it from you. We'll put that in the law, too. Because I feel like federal law will still still trump state law, even. Yeah, no, I'm 100% sure that would make no sense if federal law didn't trump state law. Right? See, we how would we how would we live as a society if we, federal law didn't trump state law? I don't know. We're gonna have to look this up because I'm curious now. So I see that it's banned in Arizona too. The mask mandate is banned in Arizona. The mask or the vaccine? Up. Not the vaccine. I think that it's. I think that's why there hasn't been a vaccine or a ban on the vaccine mandate because. That one's kind of tricky, you know what I mean? But the mask mandate, I feel like they're able to ban, so they're doing what they can right now. But there's a paywall for that site, so I ain't really trying to fucking pay that shit. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I I heard it's coming back. No, nah, it's not coming back. Yeah, you don't think so? <laughs> no one's going to take that shit. No way. I mean... Well, they they said they said that it's going to be like the flu, where every year during flu season there's going to be another wave of another variant, mm-hmm. which just mm-hmm. like I don't know. That's what I heard. So, if you guys if you guys were like, let's say if you're trying to go to the Philippines, and if you go to the Philippines, you have to show your vaccination card to prove that you got vaccinated. Would you guys do it just to be able to travel? God damn it! Sure. <laughs> well. I mean, I have the first two just because I thought yeah, it was a good idea. Because I, I know some people that get no booster though. Yeah, if they mm-hmm. need me to get a booster, then fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you no, got what the first mm-hmm. shot of the Pfizer yeah. and the second shot of the Pfizer. I got what? the what did I get the. I got both. I got Moderna, the two Modernas, and then then I got then I did more research. I was like, man, fuck all these boosters. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got <laughs> two Pfizers. Fun. And I still I got, got two, COVID. Yeah. 
I got two Pfizer's and I got COVID three times and I'm still here. So, but people are like, that's because a vaccine did its job. (laughs) Maybe it did. I don't know, but I'm here. (laughs) What'd you get, Andrew? Uh, two, uh, the Pfizer vaccine. I think I think I got Pfizer too. I have my vaccination card in my, in my wallet. So, that's like I the biggest check, flex but before, I mean, because right? yeah, I know some people shit. that wouldn't travel just because they have to get the vaccine. But then I was thinking, I'm like, damn, dude, you know, you don't want to go to Europe and like Japan. If you want to go see all these places, you're going to let that stop you. But in the in the bigger picture, though, if you can like zoom it's, out, that's them kind of jangling. Copy, you guys keep refreshing on my screen. Yeah. Um, Johnson and Johnson, they make nice. it feel like it's all safe because, like, they, they make baby powder. I took it because it was one shot, bro. You know what I mean? Like, one shot, all it takes. Shot, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that one shot, and they pull that shit. And then, oh, damn. All right, come back. Oh, <laughs> so, as I was saying, Space is fake and gay, guys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I feel like that podcast was a growing experience for us, man. How, how, I'm how do you, did you listen to that podcast back, Francis? How do you feel about that, dog? <laughs> I was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> but the fact that he he had his date, I didn't mind that. But the fact that he was kind of talking in between, I'm like, dude, just mute your mic, you know? Yeah, be professional. <laughs> It's like he wasn't even paying attention and he just come back in and just started talking to shit. <laughs> just ranting. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That shit's funny. <laughs> but going back to whether I'd uh I would take the vaccine just to travel. I feel like at this point I'd probably try to Photoshop or pay for someone to give me a little pass. I mean, but you, know you got you got the you got the shot already though, so I don't understand like <laughs> yeah, but I hear that there you might need a new one for this new strain, depending or not if we get a season two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, really I heard like it's not a booster; it's a whole new one because it takes longer to come up with the mm-hmm. boosters. Kind of what I'm hearing from the people. I guess I'm just doing a cross country road trip moving forward until the shit <laughs> <laughs> mellows out. I, I honestly feel like most places are gonna be like, "Nah, fuck that." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because the businesses are fed up with the laws because so many businesses went out, lost their, you know, everything just because of these stupid mandates. Now we're back and people are getting back on their feet and now they're hearing this shit. I don't think people aren't going to take this easy anymore. And like the more that the truth has been coming out since it's, Mm -hmm. I feel like you have a lot more people who are going to oppose this and yeah, people are going to start to see like, Oh, maybe we have some power over this. If we can keep pushing like this, who knows? For sure. Yeah, that's what I said. I feel like it's going to be harder to to run the same game. I don't think the lines for the vaccines will be as long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the pushback for people to be like, sir, can you put a mask on? Is going to be harder. You know? That's okay. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting moving forward. Um, but shit, yo, I know you guys will fucking take it. <laughs> If I well, have to, <laughs> if it's the law, I mean, for yeah, us, our our work had to make us do it, like, yeah. or we had to shut down our business. Danny's the, the only fucking. I think Danny's the only pure blood in cave right now. 
I saw his, I went to a show with that guy and he had yeah. his a uh, fake little card. I was like, ooh, where'd you get that? He's like, I uh, just, uh, don't out him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, David Danny Smith, right? Danny Smith. Danny Smith, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but okay, so this shit's not a secret name. I actually held it. I was like, dude, it's like the same shit. It's like someone who makes the cards or whatever just started slaying them on the side. Like, here's some blank ones. If, uh, America is is not as strict about like the vaccines and stuff, traveling to other countries being strict, then, you know, in order to get, get in, there's really like nothing we can do to not comply with it. So then we're just kind of going to restrict ourselves. But I don't know. I, I can I, I hear people's concerns about, you know, worrying about the side effects. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm wondering, is it the concern about the side effects or is it the concern about being told to to do something? I think it's both. You know, you got people Why who just don't want to take it and you got people who are legitimately afraid of the side effects and. I think there's people that's also in between. It's like, no, you know, I don't like being told what to do, and I don't know what's in that. I listened to a podcast with fucking Robert Kennedy, and he was talking about like the yeah. vaccines. That Robert you, Kennedy for president, baby. Hey, which I hear he's kind of struggling right now, trying to. He just Whoa. tweeted something about the DNC was going to rig Biden. So. Uh. No, like I meant, I I predicted that Biden was gonna win it all, bro. Because this nah, shit's all man. scripted. <laughs> no, nah, we gotta we gotta do something to get Robert Kennedy in in the office, man. <laughs> but no, nah, Robert Kennedy was talking about vaccines, and he said like, you know, you need a hepatitis shot as a kid, and it's like, mm-hmm. why does a kid need hepatitis when kids not really gonna be sexually active or be exposed to like dirty <laughs> needles and all that? You know what I mean? Right. Well, well. I, Certain a certain hepatitis, you you can get exposed to through um, like let's say there's somebody's bleeding, and mm-hmm. if you touch it and it's on your skin, you can contract um, hepatitis that way too. So that because that's something that we have to um, that we have to worry about with tattooing. So that's that could be a part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. fine because like when you get a hepatitis vaccine, you're never going to get hepatitis, but when you get a COVID quote unquote vaccine, there's still a possibility you get COVID. Yeah. So that's just my that's just my yeah. gripe. Like I've taken every vaccine. I'm fine with chicken pox vaccine and all mm-hmm. that shit because I never got chicken pox. I never got hepatitis, but I took the vaccine for COVID and I got it twice. So it doesn't, got, make, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Well same thing I'm with hearing, the flu, right? Like you take the you take the flu vaccine, you still could you're get right. the flu, but it just feels <laughs> bad. But I know that um yeah, I know that like I know that some I've heard the concern as well that um, because it was made so fast that that's another thing that people are concerned about. Right. But the thing is that the the technology for the vaccine was already in development and I guess they just tweaked it specifically for COVID. Yeah, which is cool. Like I have my first two shots, so let me just chill with my first two shots and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, right. 100%. Like I, got yeah. one. I mean, I don't get the flu vaccine every year, yeah. so yeah. yeah, I actually stopped taking it every year it. too. I, um, I think I'm fine. Been feeling like weird throbbing on the site, so I'm like, I don't want to really yeah. take this all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the vaccine's good enough to I'm take it bi yearly. <laughs> so, mm. 
the booster wasn't even fucking bi yearly. It wasn't even fucking. It wasn't even. (laughs) It was like every three months. Every yeah, every three months. It was like a monthly (laughs) subscription type shit. You know what I mean? So that was kind of the thing. And I hear that this new strain of COVID is hitting the vaccinated more than it is the unvaccinated. So it's kind of interesting. We've been set up. (laughs) We've been hosed. Maybe it's because it's developed uh, resistance. It could be, yeah, it could be, it could be a mutated to develop a resistance to whatever the vaccine was, which is kind of, I mean, that's how very. Yeah. My thing is, I respect the fact that people are hesitant to take the vaccine. And I respect the fact that people believe in the vaccine. So I think that the vaccine should be available, but I don't think it should be mandated. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, and there shouldn't be no, like, public pushback if you choose either or, which I think Mm -hmm. it is right now. Because it's not even just the unvaccinated demonizing the vaccinated and the vaccinated it's also the vaccinated demoning demonizing the unvaccinated you know what i mean right mm-hmm. instead of being because there's the population like i said like like us where like me where i took it but now i'm kind of hesitant you know what i mean yeah. i don't know who's on the other side of that who didn't take it and it's like damn i wish i took that shit you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i bet you it's a very small percentage of people (laughs) that think like that i feel like a lot of people like damn i'm glad i didn't take that shit (laughs) (laughs) the majority of them are not regretting that yeah except maybe the one that passed away from COVID. (laughs) maybe because then they're gonna have that thought you know like what if i got the vaccine what if it sucks because it's it it really is a what a big what if you don't and what mm-hmm. if you do yeah mm-hmm. damned if you don't damned if you do really so that's why I took two and then fucking leave me alone yeah. <laughs> I, took, I took my two and I was like all right cool that's it and they're like you need yeah. boosters and like I remember I got mine done at Target they're like hey you need to get your booster I was like yeah yeah, yeah. Come. I never came through yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not coming through for that press. Scary. It's like what's what's true and what's not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, actually, do you guys, uh, you guys use Twitter? Wi-Fi. Oh yeah. You guys like uh, Twitter's uh, fact checker yeah. on there? Yeah, I like that the community does that now. You don't use it's it's X. I'm I'm X. still saying Twitter, but <laughs> <What's> Twitter. <laughs> it's it's not there. As fast as it should be, I don't think they're pretty. It's not there consistently, oh, yeah. but do you have to activate it to get it on there, or what? Like tag uh, fact check or what? No, I think you. I don't know what it is, but I think most people can. If you feel like there's you, you can correct it with facts. You can't. I, I I don't know what the option is, but he pretty much opened that. If you know that this is bullshit, it pretty much anyone can contribute to it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather that than just not showing the content at all. You know what I mean? It is kind of skewed because I, I do follow some like flat Earth accounts and shit, and they'll post some fucking compelling ass videos, and there's a fact checker thing on there, and it's like ah, that shit ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'd rather know that way than it's just being shadow banned at all. But speaking of Twitter, just to get off topic and shit. Uh, you guys hear what's going on with fucking Logan Paul's girl and, and Dylan Dennis? <laughs> this shit's weird, man. 
Shit's crazy, huh? Nah, I haven't. I'm not paying attention to that shit. That's for sheep drill. Shit. <laughs> I don't even follow those guys, but I don't know why it's on my feed on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I've scrolled onto it just to see what's going on, but apparently this Dylan guy, Dylan Anus, whatever his name is, is a uh, uh, leaking pictures of Logan Paul's wife like doing fucking other dudes and just being a hoe and yeah, it's, I'm like, oh, every day, bro. Every was that, day, was that before they were married, or like was that... every day, yeah, before they guy. were married, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know why this is on my feed, I have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is the thing Logan Paul and Dylan Dance are supposed to be boxing, yeah. So yeah. the build up, Dylan Dance is just posting pictures of Logan Paul's fiance with. Hella dudes and hella dudes, and I guess he has this one picture he's about to put out mm-hmm. that could get the fight canceled because Logan Paul threatened that if he puts that picture out, then he's gonna stop the fight. But he's been kind of playing around it. He's shooting videos where he's showing other people, you know what I mean? And and like people go, "Oh no, you can't fucking show that shit." <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Is that fair game to do? I mean, to talk shit, or is that kind of? Off limits and low blow style. That's low blow shit. That's low blow. Think so? I mean, I, I get it. The entertainment is there, but just how much he's dragging this is like. Oh shit! The aliens. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Cave Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying fuck Logan Paul. Fuck I should, Logan I should Paul. have said space. <laughs> Said space is fake and gay. Yeah, we got to get an alien <laughs> on, this, on this podcast. Oh uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, it's, well, how you, how would you guys feel if you were fucking Logan Paul? I if I was fucking fuck. Logan Paul, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to fuck him. <laughs> Pause, bro. Man, you I said if you were fucking Paul. Logan Paul, I don't want to fuck the guy. What the fuck? How would you feel if if you were fucking like? <laughs> That's why I'm like, I want to fuck that guy. All right, girl, pause, man. Why am I? Why am I fucking Logan Paul? First of all, is he giving me that Charizard card? Because maybe <laughs> you got to just fucking stay poker face. I feel like you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're Logan first Paul, of all, you first of all, first of all, okay, this is the question. I guess the right does does body count matter? I guess. <laughs> Did this, this history matter prior? Mm-hmm. Yes. You think so? Yes. Okay. But I mean, if he married elaborate. her, he, he, I think if he married her, he kind of is cool with it. Obviously, there's been a conversation about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, his body count, like threshold, is different from my body count. Okay. Right. You think you think there's a double standard? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're talking oh, yeah. about we're talking about body counts. You think there's a double standard though? You think like the body count yeah. of the guy matters? Absolutely. No, <laughs> it never does. <laughs> Absolutely, there's a double standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree too. Uh, there's a song by Absol called "Double Standards" that talks yeah. talks about that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah. It kinda, it's, I think it's really stupid. I don't know this whole argument. And this this might be really like vulgar, but. They say that men think that if you fuck like 50 different dudes, your vagina is loose. But if you fuck the same guy 50 times, it's the same thing. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah, that's a good point. That just gave me an image I didn't want to imagine in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better than I mean, fucking Logan thing. Paul, bro. So yeah, it's better right. marinate. <laughs> oh man. No, but yeah. like like Francis was saying, I, I agree with that. That maybe Logan Paul's like, I don't care. You slept with two hundred dudes. I love you. If he doesn't care, I don't. Whatever, dude. I'm not gonna fuck like different. Like Francis has like everyone has their own threshold, I guess. Whatever, but. Yeah, I also mind. don't. Yeah, or unless if the, she was just running trains every week, you know, then it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, the train yeah. schedule, pretty. Yeah, who, when does Amtrak come through? <laughs> She's it's on a, your phone. Amtrak too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, girls don't always appreciate a guy that's fucked a hundred bitches. So mm-hmm. it's all preference, but definitely more towards women if you if you have more than what five bodies you're a hoe. Right. Something like that. Right. And for real? I, I heard it was ten now. My experience <laughs> is like I guess yeah, ten. If you're over if you're in the double digits, you're a hoe, but you're right. I don't it's like know. that it's like that Chris Rock stand up, I think Andrew can quote me on that. He's like, "Don't ever ask how many bodies that because you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know." <laughs> you got to you know. multiply by three. <laughs> yeah, you got to multiply yeah, by yeah, three. Yeah. But but Chris Rock is like, "Why? Why are you asking? You don't want to know. No <laughs> <laughs> matter what she well, says, too much for you. <laughs> I had one. That's too much. Well, I mean, that's the thing too. Is if you do, if you if, if she never tells you, you'll never fucking know. So what's the difference, right? Ignorance, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So. What's what's the difference if it's if if she fucked twenty dudes and you never know? Yeah. Right. She's still yeah. choosing you at the end. So who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. I don't. If see you're that. attractive enough to fuck. Get to fuck on. Some guys would prefer, like, you know, someone who's dominant is more experienced to take a the seasoned lead veteran. So it is, it is preference, veteran. too. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that guy, you know, gets with it with a virgin. And it's like, uh, virgins aren't really like all the hype because they just kind of lay there. You know what I mean? I'd rather be shit. with like a cougar type shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's some people oh, that are that date like sixty year olds, and they must have however money. many bodies. Money. They must have money. Big account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like because I, I have friends that that yeah that are girls that are fairly liberal with their sexuality, right? And, and sometimes people ask me, like, oh, like, how do you feel hanging out with somebody like that or somebody that dresses like that in public? And I'm like, well, she's not fucking my man, so who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, if that's what makes her happy, if she wants to go to sex parties and have orgies, who the fuck am I to judge? Facts. I mean, I feel like it's also encouraged now by the media and, and like, music and stuff. It's funny because I was catching up with a friend and, you know, we were talking about, like, uh, what kind of music do you listen to now? And honestly, like, I just listen to fucking, like, Native American flute music and shit because, like, I came into this realization that, you know, rap music and a lot of music that we listen to, they're just kind of mantras programming, like, certain thoughts and behaviors and beliefs in us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
it kind of skews your goals and your personal vision and kind of aligns your goals and your vision with whatever the song's trying to influence you as, you know what I mean? And right now everything's towards like hypersexuality, you know? So it's also encourage. So I don't think it's like a natural thing because I was going to say, I do feel like everyone should have a phase where they explore their sexuality. I mean, if you're lucky enough, that's with a partner in a relationship, but some people, you know, they get their experience every other way, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like it's easy to get lost in just because it's it's preyed on and it's what's circulating around the media and in our environment yeah. too, you know. So. Yeah, definitely, I, mean, I feel like I haven't been really listening to hip hop as much versus like the old school '90s and early 2000s. I've been listening to like just more like house music, just instrumentals, like. It's still like a party, but like there's yeah, no it's good like, vibes. Really, okay. Yeah, good vibes. Mm-hmm. So I definitely it's not, it's not no, no Native American flute. Hey man, <laughs> I can see Jarrell though. Like your your personality, you just like lines and fighting, but then you got Native American flute music. <laughs> no, you know what's embarrassing, bro? I'll pull, I'll pull up to the light and I'll forget that I have flute music on and shit. So. My windows will be down like God <laughs> <laughs> look over at me and I'll just fucking roll my windows up Hey Jerry's about to pull up in the escalade, windows down, Native American food music pumping. <laughs> if I could I'd, I'd pull up in a flying carpet, bro. I'm looking like John Redcorn. <laughs> uh, I mean, I th- I think it's a pendulum, you know, it always swings back and forth between being hypersexual and being super conservative. And I also right. think that every generation thinks that the next generation is just wild. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. People from the fucking 30s were looking at people from the 50s and thinking like, oh my god, these these like, horrible yeah. sluts yeah. showing their ankles or whatever. You know? <laughs> god, damn, these women showing their ankles. Elvis Presley was like making parents go crazy. Like, why is that guy gyrating his hips like that? <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it, ultimately, it's up to the parents to to let the kids know or let their next generation know that, hey, this is what this is here and this is out there and this is not really according to what our morals are and mm-hmm. you know but uh, that hypersexuality is it's it's already there it's always going to be there every generation is just going to keep pushing pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's funny because you you go to the beach now and the average bikini. Oh, almost, like, oh my god! And like, there are ass cheeks. The, the, the OG bikinis, and they're like, <laughs> why even wear anything? I know. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I like, I have like tried one of those bathing suits on. I'm just like, there's too much breeze. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> very bare right now if you wear a sweater you look like the sweater that's long and all of it's showing is your bottom you look like you're not wearing anything you look like right. you're just walking around naked <laughs> just, it's, that's a bit much for sure yeah i felt air in places i've never felt before <laughs> <laughs> i mean they look good i'm not gonna lie dude they fucking look good so definitely yeah it's it is a bit much though since you're a a woman, Nick, did you ever experience like a uh, double standard uh, situations from your parents growing up? 
as a Filipino, is there anything like? Um, I mean, yeah, go for it. On my so on my mom's side, I'm the only mm -hmm. child, mm -hmm. so not really over there because there's, there's nobody to fucking compare it to. But yeah. um, on my dad's side, I have two sisters and I have a brother, and they're. I would say yes, but mm -hmm. not in that way where like I think the usual ways that the boys get to do whatever and then the, the girls are very strict with. Mm -hmm. I think um, the difference was that my brother, they were much harder on him uh, than they were on the girls because he's the only boy. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, you have to you have to carry everything. You have to, yeah. you have to make sure that you're working hard or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. So it's... That's that's the difference that I noticed. It wasn't necessarily being being more strict because my youngest sister, they kind of just fucking let her do whatever because she's <laughs> the baby. So, so yeah, I, I mean, it wouldn't really apply to her, I guess. Okay, I'm just curious because like growing up, I also had you know Filipino friends that were girls, and you know the, their conversations with their parents when they're out are much different <laughs> from the conversa conversations that I had with my, with my parents, like when I'm out. So I just, I'm just curious <laughs> because like, yeah, even I have a younger sister too. So my mom was always like, make sure your sister uh, is at home, blah, blah, blah. Like, but when I was going out, my, I just sent a quick text to my mom. Like, hey, I'm here with my, I'm here with Jerizi. I'll be back at 2 AM. <laughs> She's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, as I stayed primarily with my mom, mm -hmm. so grew up mostly as an only child, but she was always really, really strict. I see. Okay. So sometimes I wonder how she would have been if she had, if I had an older brother or something, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I feel like she probably would have been just as strict. She's a little, she's a little crazy, so, <laughs> but she was very strict. I wasn't allowed to say the word stupid when I oh, was wow. younger. Mm -hmm. We call it the ST word. Um, I wasn't allowed yes. to say gun. That one was pretty wild. Wow. Uh, I couldn't paint my nails when I was little, so I sometimes I would try to sneak it, and I would paint just my 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 thumb nail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would wake up in the middle of the night, and she was removing it with nail polish remover. Okay. Um, or I tried to paint my toenails, and mm -hmm. I was wearing socks so that she wouldn't see it. So finally, she made me take off my socks. She was suspicious. Take off your socks now. Let me see your feet. <laughs> Let me see your feet now. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she was really strict. Yeah, when I was growing up. <laughs> well, how does she feel about you being a tattoo artist now? I mean, that's. You know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> did she, did she see that yeah. coming? <laughs> she kind of freaked out at first when I told her I was going to be an apprentice. She got really upset. She's like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not doing anything to you. But, yeah. you know, so she was really upset. But I think it wasn't until I opened up my shop that she finally was like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah, it's, it's for real now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, she actually said, I'm proud of you. Nice. And, and I think it was like on a facebook or instagram post though so oh nice and for like our... face to face wasn't it's not how that went <laughs> <laughs> and for viewers watching this in asian cultures to hear your parents tell that they're proud of you is a very rare thing so yeah nick accomplished great. a very yeah <laughs> very it's a great badge thing. of honor yeah. <laughs> you got knighted yeah, low-key i did it. it was my birthday recently and she said that god sent her a wingless <laughs> angel i was like who the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> a wingless angel <laughs> 
stop flexing for your white friends. Stop yeah. it. This is not you. <laughs> no, how, long, how long have you had your tattoo shop? It's been, um, it's going to be two years in November. Nice. Mm-hmm. How has that been being a, an entrepreneur? I, I used to be an entrepreneur myself. I, I So, you know Johnny, right? Uh, you tattooed Johnny and Chasey. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be Johnny's business partner at Lobster Domus before. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay that's so cool. It may not look like it, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Danny. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I can, uh, you know, empathize with the growing pains of being an entrepreneur. So I just would like to hear like your stories of, uh, you know, some hurdles that you had to jump over, some bumps in the road to get to where you are today. Because two years is a big accomplishment. Sometimes mm-hmm. businesses don't make it past one year or six months. So congrats on that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, it's definitely... It's definitely been a challenge. It's it's been super rewarding at the same time um, when people always say like the first year is the hardest. Right. But in my in in my personal experience, it was the second year. It's it's our second year that has been much harder just because a lot of unexpected challenges have come up. You know, my business partner got injured and he wasn't able to tattoo. So, you know, it kind of basically fell most of the responsibilities fell on my shoulders. Um, And then. Uh, we had basically in the beginning, it was just me, my business partner and our apprentice. And then our apprentice, she ended up leaving um, for financial reasons and stuff. And then so trying to bounce back from that thing and like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? But mm-hmm. um, we ended up fully staffing the place. You know, we have four artists now, um, nice. which, is, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice having a full house, but it's nice having the bills paid primarily. So. That's a plus. That's all that matters sometimes. <laughs> I think it's important to note that it is that second year that's that's kind of the hardest because the first year sometimes can just zoom by, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's fun. It's all new. So you're kind of just in the moment experiencing it. And if it's a good year, there's kind of that pressure of like, do I just treat this second year as a new year or do I try to get, you know, try to improve from last year? You know, do I want to set the bar that high? So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the the second year is the hardest low key, or maybe even the third year. But how did you oh, handle shit. the second year? Kind of did you did you um, take it as a challenge to one up the the first year? Or did you just kind of take it as a new slate? Uh, definitely as a challenge to one up the first year. You know, we look. Mm-hmm. I looked over at what our gross revenue is, and I'm like, all right, we could do better than that. And I think every year from your from my first year or then on to the next year and on to the next one, it's always going to be like that. Something that really helped through the second year is this mentality of like, whenever we were, um, you know, having difficult times or struggling, it was never an option of like, shit, okay, what's our plan B? You know, it was, I'm going to make this work no matter what, like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna lose the shop. We're not gonna, you know, give up or anything just how do we make it work and I think that's super important like in business um my grandma always told me I, if you know whenever I'm stressing out she always tell me she's like don't worry baby it will work out God will always provide it's okay <laughs> and, got out Lola with the with the facts with the gems <laughs> always yeah, know what to say <laughs> it's, it's true because she's been in business her whole life right so I really look up to her as a businesswoman. and no matter what she 
she's always has this positive attitude and this this grit, this determination of I'm just gonna make it work no matter what. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that burn the boats type of mentality kind of forces you to even if you're in a corner where you're in the verge of giving up, it gives you no option to quit. So you it forces you to to get creative or see things from a different angle to come up with a different way. So mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. Exactly. I, I grew up around a lot of um, strong females and strong businesswomen. And I'm so grateful and happy that I did because I've definitely learned a lot from them. It's, it's, it's helped a lot. Just, I think the biggest thing was the mentality and the attitude towards challenges that come up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to all your uh, titas. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all, my mom, my grandma, everybody. Like, what kind of, what kind of businesses did your grandma and your mom own? So uh, my grandma, my grandma on my dad's side, she opened up, she opened up, um, she had a boutique back in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And then also when she came out here, she opened up a school, a medical coding school. Oh, nice. She's had that for over 27 years now. And then she also has, she also has her restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has mostly worked in corporate, but she did, she did start a side business. It's called, um, what is it? Itty bitty. I think it's, Oh, itty bitty soft play. And it's just, Mm -hmm. um, it's like cushioned playground that people rent out for parties for like babies. Uh, Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she does that on the side. Um, my great grandma on my mom's side though, she kind of like built an empire back in the Philippines. She started out with uh, she had all her kids, and they didn't have enough eggs to feed the kids, so she bought a chicken, mm-hmm. and then they had extra eggs, so then she started selling it to the neighbors, and then she made, with that money, she bought more chickens, and then eventually mm-hmm. she had a whole farm, and she was um, supplying meat and all that stuff to different companies, and then from there, she bought trucks so she could be the not just the supplier, but the distributor. And so at one point, she was a really, really successful businesswoman. They actually um, wrote an article about her in some book or paper or something. That's pretty inspiring. Yeah. That's like straight hustler. Yeah. 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 And my my grandma on my my dad's side, you know, when she she was the first one to come out here from the Philippines. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and when she came here, she, she didn't really have, like, too much money, right? She had to come and make money so she could petition my grandpa and then my dad and, like, the rest of the kids. So she started out working in a jewelry store selling jewelry. And then from, from there, she was telling me, she's like, I didn't have money enough, like, money to go in the toll roads. I had just coins. And one time I dropped the coins while I was there. I had to pick it up and count it because that was all I had and stuff. <laughs> So they like, and so that's the thing too, is whenever I think like something's challenging, I think back to our parents that were immigrants and came out Mm -hmm. here and did really well for themselves. And I think like, damn, if they could do it, you know, yeah, we can fucking do it. Oh, definitely. We, we, we bitch about the shit that's Mm -hmm. nothing compared to them. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get it sometimes when our parents are like, stop being a little bitch. Like they don't say that, but they look at you like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they say it in their own way, but it's just honestly, yeah, like we 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 think we have it so rough, but they had a way. They gave up their life in the Philippines, came mm-hmm. here to try to start a life for us, build whatever it is 
that they have now to provide for us, and we're over here complaining about what? <laughs> hey, to be fair, cost of living was way cheaper back then. It was. It definitely was. It definitely <laughs> was. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think maybe maybe what they what they what they talk shit about is like the maybe that we're not as driven head as down. Them. Yeah, head yeah. down, get shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big part of why the older generation can't understand like the mental health crisis and everything right. of like, oh, why are you depressed? Just fucking do it. Oh, you want to right. heal yourself? <laughs> and, like, you heal yourself. Like, yeah. right. you know, they don't get it because they didn't have the time to to deal with whatever emotional trauma they had. They had to right. raise right. kids and build a life. Mm-hmm. I also think it's because at the time they had that mentality is like they have no choice but to do it. Mm-hmm. But they, but I guess what they forgot is while they were doing this, they were trying to create a future for us where we could choose what we want to do, and we got so comfortable in the idea that we have so many options choosing what we what we want to do. I think that's what pisses off our parents. Like you could be doing this, but you don't want to do that. You want to like your mom? She probably had an issue with the tattoo in the beginning. He's like, well, there's no money in tattoo, and then you open your mm-hmm. business. Like, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, ultimately, they just want us to be successful and be able to support mm-hmm. ourselves. And I think once they see that, then they're okay, right? I mean, my yeah. mom still she she'll like jokingly talk shit. She'll be like, you know, when I was your age, it's not a I joke. I'm sorry. Had, like, <laughs> she's like, she'll be like, I had two degrees already, and I I was working full time, and I was going to school full time. I was like, okay, well. I didn't get pregnant, so I win. Damn. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) That's when you got to beat him with the chinelas right after that. (laughs) Say that again, huh? The the, the English stops and then he switches to Tagalog. (laughs) I don't know why, but when your parents cuss at you in Tagalog, it's way scarier than... Because when my parents would say, like, fuck, i just laugh. Like, "Ah, My dad would look at me and say, put that in the mall. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I had a friend, his dad, he would get mad and he would try to cuss in English, but it would be out of context. So he'd just be like, okay, okay, asshole. Sick son of a bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? He's just threading and fucking cuss words. It's, it's so weird because, like, when I was younger, my mom wouldn't wouldn't curse in English at all because, you know, again, she was really strict, so I couldn't curse. So she didn't do it around me, but now that she's yeah. older, she fucking curses at me all the time. Like, I'll say something to her and she's like, fuck you. Damn. Like, Damn. That's all that pent-up aggression from when she gave birth to you. She's like, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Like, I'll say something and she straight up is just like shut the fuck up <laughs> like, where, God damn. where did this come from just, just ask how you were doing <laughs> exactly. damn. damn what happened um, at work but then, but then, like, but then I'll, I'll curse in front of her and she's like watch your mouth <laughs> it's crazy though because going back to kids like you obviously want your kids to be more set up for success and to have an easier life but with that comes less struggle and usually struggle is what teaches you the life yeah. lessons and kind of what makes you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So in reality, like you're complaining about 
the cause and effect that you created. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like we're in America now, mom. I don't have to fucking take the jeepney. You know, we got Ubers <laughs> and shit. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, you, just, you, just gotta, you gotta even it out by beating your kids. There you go. You yeah. Spoil them. You just gotta beat them. Then they'll be they'll be all right. Yeah. Right? But isn't it funny where they're like they do this like 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 Jerizi said that they did it so you can have an easier life and then when they get pissed off at you they're like your your life is so easy huh it's like, <laughs> you did this for me yeah mom thank you can, can we just end it here yeah, thanks Jesus Christ so I'm trying to figure it out <laughs> so true that's so yeah, true it makes so. me like I mean I've, I have been thinking lately right about having kids because i'm I just turned 28 and i'm getting to that age where should be having children's you know i'm a woman and you have a ticking time clock or mm-hmm. ticking uh biological clock mm-hmm. and um that brings up the questions of like how how do you want to raise your kids right because how we were raised was considered physical abuse but then also it's like you know, I, so some parts obviously don't beat your kids. Okay, just a disclaimer: don't beat your kids. I know I said it earlier, but it was a joke. Nobody beat their kids. <laughs> but uh, there's still I see value in certain strategies that my mom had in raising me that maybe this new gentle parenting thing doesn't align with. So it's like, what's the mm-hmm. what's the yeah. right and wrong way to raise raise your kid? I don't know. I think about that sometimes. Did not you guys get hit abuse. as a kid? Did you guys get hit as a kid? Yeah. A couple of times, not too many times. Yeah, not too oh, many I was times. making look. Uh, I was getting hit as a kid, and then my fucking parents tried this fucking kneel down, hands up shit. Mm-hmm. Like you Wait, just what? kneel down, you have your hands up, and they stop. <laughs> they put books in your hands, kind of like, kinda like, <laughs> like this, right? And I was like, what? Like, you ain't going to hit me with the belt? And all I got to do is this? Bet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how long? Can you change the channel real quick? I'll do it like this all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, my, my mom, she at least she, she let me choose, right? What I was going to get follow with. I could choose between the hanger, the slipper, and the belt. So I got, I got a choice. Yeah. You know. Damn. You kids are so lucky. <laughs> Slippers for sure, dog. I want you to choose how it's gonna hurt. Slipper for sure. Got the slipper a couple of times. Never a belt though. I got. I think they threatened the belt, and then I yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Okay, shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the belt threat a lot. Yeah, Dude, they they I, would like loop it up and yeah, yeah. Oh, they got that. Yes, <laughs> uh, and that was enough to snap you out. That's of the intimidating, game. Yeah. bitch. You know, you were yeah. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> shit cracks. Like, <laughs> a preview of what it's gonna sound like when you get it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. It's, I guess now that I'm getting to that age, it makes me think about that. But you guys are parents, so I mean, what do you guys think? How, what approach do you guys take, um, considering like, you know, how we grew up, and then like what mm. you would want to do the same and do differently? I think what I got from my dad is looking at me, giving my kids that dad stare. <laughs> <laughs> In public, we're just like. I'm gonna beat your ass when you get home. <laughs> but that's not what it, you know. You, that death there, you're like, oh shit, okay. And then I think mm-hmm. the kids have started to get acclimated to it. So when they see that, like, fuck. <laughs> what do you but, What do you channel 
when you when you when you do the death stare like what, what are you I channeling right now to be honest <laughs> to be honest that samuel jackson gif you know he's just <laughs> from, uh, now one movie where he's bald like, when he's just staring at you motherfuckerly <laughs> Damn, yeah. I don't know. my kids my kids too so i don't really <laughs> not much i can do um except just like put her in time i want to try to not i, I want to see how far i can go without like spanking or any kind of physical thing i don't I don't, I want to I want to try to see how far I can go with like timeouts. Like, well, if she if she does something that pisses me off, I just stick her in her crib for like fifteen minutes. She calms down. Seems seems like it's working for now. So yeah, she's like still in a crib, you know. So yeah. <laughs> wait till she starts climbing out of that shit. Now you're like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get out of here? <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 different with a, a father to a daughter compared to like a father to a son too. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like the difference would be? I feel like, I mean, for me, I've I've gotten full force hit by my dad, and I, mm. there, there's one time where my mom hit me with a belt, but it didn't hurt, you know. So I was just <laughs> sorry. like, sorry, sorry. Obviously, I'm like sorry. I I. I <laughs> I was like, that didn't even. You think hurt. child abuse you know is funny, I mean? Nick? No, you think, <laughs> is that what you're saying here? Is this... No, no, no. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. It, it didn't hurt. So I was like, that didn't even hurt. But I fucked up by telling her that. She's like, what? Oh, she's what? like, oh, she bad. switched to the buckle side. I was like, oh, oh damn. <laughs> so I learned from that day, like any fucking shit, you just gotta play. Like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember when I got older, like when my parents started hitting me still with the chinelles, but it didn't hurt. I was just like, oh. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> You're staring to see if they bought it. Yeah, because no, my mom, she would like use the slipper, but I could tell she's holding back because she don't really want to hurt me. But it's a scary <laughs> tactic. So she, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, it hurts, huh? I'm like, but my mom's yelling was more scarier than that to me. Yeah. Just when, when your parents yell at you, it's scary enough. Yeah. And you get yeah. that beating. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I think, I don't know. Like, I don't think the full force happened. I mean, I, I don't know. Seeing my sister, I don't think my, my, my sister was as hard headed as me. So it, mm. she didn't trigger my parents as much as I did. So she watched she you didn't. go through it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep, not doing you that. From my mistakes, you know? <laughs> this, but from my personal experience, I feel like, uh, I mean, like my, I don't think my dad would ever like hit my sister. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like right. she'd let my right. mom handle it or it'd be like, mm. you're grounded or, you know what I mean? Type shit. Yeah, no, 100%. Even with my little sister, it was my dad would kind of yell, but mainly my mom would handle mm-hmm. it if she needed to get the bottle up. But mm-hmm. yeah, I got both mom and dad, but you know, sister, right. def- just my mom for sure. Mm-hmm. The, I think the worst that I ever got from my my dad was just like a really hard flick on the head, but also ah. he's like my, he's technically my stepdad. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really, it's not really the same. Probably right. was it like allowed to hit me? <laughs> I'd do more so. if I was your real dad. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> sort of, so, uh, sure hurts, like right in my head. Mm. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, it was mostly just my mom that was the disciplinarian. I remember there was one time that my my pops, my stepdad, stopped her, 
um, because she was, like, raising her hand back to hit me. And he grabbed her. He's like, enough, enough. And then <laughs> after that, like, I every time I get in trouble, I'd be, like, waiting for him to come and save me. And he never did. <laughs> and I had a conversation with her about it, like, I think within the past few years. And she's like, oh, yeah, I told him never to do that again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, You're I like, hey, you that's your cue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I was, I was like, I'm just, just glad. stand there? <laughs> No, I'm glad I developed the the cool parent role, but it also sucks too because now when they're telling me, look, like, Dad, can you just tell Mom? I'm like, No, <laughs> you really fucked up today. <laughs> I can't back that shit up. Come on. I mean, my my boyfriend too. I've been in, with him for four years, so sometimes we talk about you know how we would raise kids, and for mm-hmm. him, he grew up with having no rules. You know. Mm-hmm. No rules at all. They let him do whatever. But they were they were hard on him in different ways. Um, right. And so I told him, I'm like, you know, like you should have rules and guidelines that they can't be out past this time or whatever. And this fool's just like, no, you know, like kids just got to learn and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, our kids are going to be breaking arms and legs, jumping from fucking trees and shit. And you're going to be like, no, yeah. they're fine. Yeah. God. There's definitely a happy medium, like a balance of... That's what I'm saying. Gentle parenting and like the the OG style of parenting. I think we could ben- I think our kids can benefit. I don't have kids yet, but me and my fiance have talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we definitely nice. want to have a balance of gentle parenting and also like behind closed doors if they're fucking up like fucking physical abuse or at least threat not yeah. abuse but verbal <laughs> abuse <laughs> and like threatening like physical abuse so right because right. you yeah, know i like, feel you yeah yeah if you need to set that intimidate like yeah not intimidation you don't want to intimidate your kids but you Fear. want them to also oh, have so you, what are you saying respect. you guys make the make the bug and shit. Oh yeah, like slam stuff. <laughs> you yeah. slam shit. Yeah. Uh, if we have to, I guess. But honestly, for me, the kids kind of just when I raise my voice, they start listening. So it's been easy. Okay. Um, I, I really don't want to get to the point where I really have to do like we don't want to get physical with the kids. But I'm like, hey, keep doing that shit. I'll do it. <laughs> you know? There's been plenty of those moments. I'm like, keep doing it. That's <laughs> resort shit, man. Yeah, but for the most part, they've been easy and learning, and but. Like Francis was saying, you know, it's you got to be you got to be firm on shit. That's just mm-hmm. how I'm taking it. You can't be yeah. too lax. But being also the cool parent, as what they call me, like it, it also ha- like it sounds cool getting a title because I, I remember telling my girls like, ha ha, I'm the cool parent. But now <laughs> it's just like now they think they could get shit by with me. And I'm like, yo, mm. you, what the fuck? I told you to take out the dogs and they took a shit in the house. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. I'm gonna finish this round. No, you know, so they get hard headed with me, and then, then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna call your mom. <laughs> yeah, kids are smart, dude. If you think about it, their main purpose is just to figure out their parents. So they'll try to like figure you out and see, like, what they could get away with. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's funny. I was, but... I was fucked because it was just my mom, so there was nobody to like go and ask. There's no, no like, there's no good cop. There's just one bad cop. She goes with her stepdad or da- stepdad's like, all right, you're real daddy. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, if she says something, they you know, her word goes. So right. there wasn't much that I could really do if she said no about something. You could tell how I could always tell how mad she was by like how much of her lips disappeared. 
right? <laughs> so like the matter she would get, the smaller her lips would get, <laughs> and the bigger her eyes would get, and her nostrils. She's sucking her lips in, making her eyes even bigger. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <God damn>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, you want to breathe there? You're going to pop a blood vessel. <laughs> no, and the, the cuss words are under the lift. Fucking charging up and shit. <laughs> about to go that... super saiyan on your ass. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> so I remember there would be times where she would she would be like, you know, I haven't, I haven't followed you in a while, huh? You better, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't hit you in a while. You better watch out. Yeah, this last time I beat your ass. <laughs> I've been good, mom. What you bringing this up for? <laughs> mom, I'm 28. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's interesting. That's what, one thing I want to say. You guys too. are having dinner and shit. In the Asian culture, it don't matter your fucking age. Your parents, no. will, if they want to beat your ass, they're going to beat your ass and you can take it. <laughs> oh, dude. I was like fully an adult in my 20s i'm still in my 20s so my early 20s mm-hmm. and we were in the car and we were laughing we were joking and snow whatever making jokes and she said something i was like oh haha you're so stupid and then just within a second boom backhand to the fucking face oh my goodness yeah, <laughs> yeah she was like don't ever fucking call me stupid again i was like dude i was joking she's like i don't fucking care Motherfucker. <laughs> Wait till you stop like motherfucker. Yeah. That's funny. No, yeah, with my dad yeah. too, because like I talk to him like I talk to my friends. So if he says something I think he's dumb, like that's so dumb, that's stupid. But you know, for me it's casual and, and it's joking, but to him, I'll look at him and he'll have this like serious looks like I know. Don't call me yep. stupid. It's like, damn, you fucking. I was like, you fucking killed the vibe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bonding moment up until you took it seriously, bro. <laughs> we could have been cooler, and now we don't Fucking crazy, but I will say, um, being uh, a kid that is a product of being hit and a product of taking away privileges, I was more damaged by taking away like my video mm. games or like you can't go out and shit you know what i mean mm. i'll be oh, fucking yeah. looking outside crying like man why bro <laughs> <laughs> i hated that that was they knew they knew that if i fucked up they take away my playstation i'm like fuck no 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 no, no. please i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> you know it didn't matter like they could take away my i remember they threw my power rangers toys i was like whatever and then they took away the Super Nintendo, and I was crying about it. I was like, no, please. I'll be good at school. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, like, I was never really allowed to, like, go out anyways. And then, so eventually, I just gave up on asking to go out. So there was no real, like, a, there was no ability to take that away because it just mm. wasn't there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess, like, the only thing that, that I really feared was just, like, her, you know, spanking me or, like, throwing something at me or whatever but Mm -hmm. i mean it did work because i didn't do anything bad my like the whole time i was living in the house the problem was as soon as i got out of the house and went to college just went fucking buck wild Mm -hmm. just did whatever i wanted but the thing is because of that because i didn't go out and do anything in high school i didn't know what my limits were so Mm. drinking i the first time i drank was in college when i left the house and i was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Like, why have I never done this? This is so fucking great. This is real? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I was so stoked. And then, you know, that turns into 
drinking problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> right. And then fucking five years later, you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that statement yeah. did not age well. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. funny, though. But going back to, we were talking about mental health in the old school Filipino, about them not really having time to worry about it, you know? Like depression. You could tell your dad depression, be like, I know depression. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know what the fuck that is. I know mental health. Uh, That's not to say that they didn't have mental health issues. You know what I mean? You kind of see, like, some some imbalances and some trauma habits Mm -hmm. or... um. Or, or uh, habits that they've adapted based on trauma, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they don't even know how to settle, which is kind of like you could say that sometimes puts a barrier between them and their 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 son or daughter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They don't want yeah. them to get too close because they didn't really have a relationship with their father. You know, right. they were too busy working and shit too. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's the problem right now, as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, we were talking about earlier about how Filipinos kind of hate on each other, but I feel like that's kind of a problem right now, too, with Filipino families. You know what I mean? Right. It's crazy, crazy. I think with, with that, like, it is kind of our job as the next generation to kind of understand that because they're older, they're not going to change, mm-hmm. you know? They're gonna so you either accept it and laugh about it, you know, like we do, or you are angry about it for the rest of your life. Right. It's kind of like you have to learn that numbing characteristic from your parents, you know, from them being so hard on you. Mm -hmm. You kind of learn to get that to like numb yourself to shit. That's why they ask you, like, oh, depression? What's that? I had depression and I still fucking got shit done, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> there were times when I moved here with nothing. I didn't know where to sleep and I got shit done. Look where you're at now. You know? <laughs> and it's it's part of like the guilt trip too, you know? Like yeah. my hardship, I want you to feel it. <laughs> it's like yeah. I thought you did everything so I don't have to feel it. I don't get it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I think like, you know, when me and my mom, when she was so hard on me, there was a period of time that I resisted it so much and it like, it angered me. I didn't right. understand why. And I, the second that I just accepted her for who she is and just kind of like laughed at all her really mean criticisms, like it became so much better. You know, she'd be like, oh, my God, you're so fat. And I'm just like, laugh. And it's, it's all good, you know? <laughs> 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 you're just like, oh, this again, you know? Yeah. I don't know how healthy that is when I say that out loud. But, yeah, so it's pretty much how I've learned to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how a lot of people learn how to deal with that. You know, they laugh at it. But really, it's kind of deep down. It hurts still. You're just like, <laughs> and then, and then you sit there in the shower and you're thinking about like, motherfucker, call me And it's you know, laughing is just a cool way to put it off, so they stop talking about it. That's why we do it. I feel like <laughs> laughing, yeah. laughing kind of pads the realization of it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, a way to kind of digest it to be like, yeah. oh, it's not so bad. Yeah, and that's why when that drive home is going to be great fun, like just sad the whole time. Hey, you okay? Don't fucking talk to me right now. <laughs> that's a good point. It is a way to put it off, you know. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a really good point. But yeah, 
That's true. I've driven home after that and been like, damn. <laughs> she might be right. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm fucking up. <laughs> I thought it was healthy. Did they put me on fat? What the fuck? <laughs> why do you? Why are you so worried about your body? You have body image issues? No, I'm tired of my parents telling me. <laughs> I don't want to have to laugh this shit off anymore. No, oh, it's just like incessant every time I go. So mm-hmm. that I had to make that choice. I had to make that choice of whether or not I was going to let it like continue upsetting me or. I was just gonna laugh about it, like just that, like you said, it's an, a way to end the conversation, basically. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it it doesn't end it; it just shortens the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, because you can like, anyways, how you doing? <laughs> you know, just transition it out of there because I've been in a bunch of those conversations with my teeth. It's like, oh, you're so tabat now. I was like, I, I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I gave birth. Yeah, I, have, I have kids and I have to eat their food when they don't want it anymore because it's a fucking yep. waste of money. <laughs> and you're just like, you know how it is, right? Yeah. You, Andrew knows what that is. And Francis, I'm sorry. If one day that's going to come, you're like, fuck, these little fuckers want to just. Happy meal and then eat it. You sitting there <laughs> eating it. Let this happy meal go to waste. Oh man, it's so, funny. That's a uh, that's free birth control for you. <laughs> <laughs> that little knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't with happy meals though. I ain't, I ain't yeah, tripping on that. Exactly. That's why it's so easy to call in that trap. <laughs> like, ooh, you know, it's you're a like hey, you're like if I eat it, I keep the prize though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're just like it's four pieces. What's the harm in that? And next thing you know, next week is another four piece, <laughs> and then now you got a belly. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, it's just having kids will do that to you. But going back to what you were saying about yeah, you know, kind of laughing it off, and it's just it's weird how they how Filipinos point that out because they could be so passive aggressive with their compliments, right? Is it compliments or are you trying to? You know, give me some, give me some shade over here. It's it's weird because you can't read them sometimes. Like, wait, do I look good or are you <laughs> making fun of me? I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't know. If maybe it's just my family, but it doesn't. It's not like shielded by a compliment. They kind of just say it. Uh-huh. They just be like, "Oh shit, what happened to your face?" Damn. <laughs> That's okay. I get the what happened to your hair. <laughs> Damn straight up. <laughs> yeah. Rather that though than like they that's one thing I respect. They'll just tell you in your face instead of like talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, they'll I'd still rather... talk behind your back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they just let you know they're talking about you. It's like, hey, me and your yeah. people boy said you're gay. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> Then the problem is, though, is like, you know, me growing up thinking that it's okay to say those things to other people. And sometimes uh-huh. it still slips. Like, my apprentice, one time she came in and I was like, damn, dude, you look like shit today. Mm-hmm. She did not like that. Yeah. She's not Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> you said a culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't happy about that. Oops. Damn. I remember, too, when uh, I, I lived in New York for a little bit to start lobster damas uh lobster damas branch over there and i was eating hella good pizza italian food all that shit and when i came back i gained like 30 pounds and my mom was like 
straight up said, damn, you're getting a lot of weight. You're fat. I was like, don't you like your uncles? Because I have uncles that are a little bit bigger, too. So I was like, shit. And I looked in the mirror. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get rid of this shit. <laughs> I'm Tito Francis now. <laughs> yeah, no one really told me anything when I was living in New York. I was just, like, living good. And um, I came back, and, of course, my mom tells me. But, you know, you're right. In a way, it's like they're making fun of you, but they're also worried about you. They don't want you to get you know, unhealthy. Mm-hmm. They want you to be healthy. So mm-hmm. it was just that light under the match or the light mm-hmm. to, you know, get me back to eating healthy and working out again. <laughs> right. But I think that if they were just like, Hey, you know what? We need to talk. You're uh, you're gaining weight. It's not healthy. I take <laughs> yeah. that a lot better than hey, you're fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, oh, like if my mom came up, just like, Hey, you know what? You've been gaining a lot of weight. I think you should slow it down because I'm worried about you. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay, they wouldn't, be, you they, wouldn't be about told, they wouldn't be Filipino though if they told you like that. Exactly right. But it's just they think maybe they think, oh, I'm gonna say like that so they can learn. It's like no, no, no. You could be nicer if you want. <laughs> but my like mom, you said, my, you... she literally explains it like that. She's like, I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to motivate you. Mm-hmm. And I tell her, I'm like. It, but it makes me want to eat French fries. I just want to drown my face in a tub of ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing, the thing about that is they'll they say that shit and then have like dank ass food, you know, and they're saying that yeah. usually yeah. at a fucking potluck or like a yeah, dinner, you know, like damn, eat. now I'm not hungry. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> no, the, the funny fucking part is like, over there and shit, goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> those parties and then they'll they'll make fun of your how fat you are and all of a sudden they're here come here eat that <laughs> <Keep it. laughs> we can give you more plates yeah. and then they'll be like I'm the school man you know they're so excited they're fucking so watching you eat Loki yeah. too yeah and they love it they love that you're eating it but then but it was like oh, just ten up. minutes no. ago you said I was fat <laughs> <laughs> am my, I an amusement my... to you at the circus mm. <laughs> but my my parents have are really like healthy now and so they do like the whole keto diet and work out all the time so when we go over they always have like relatively healthy food um mm-hmm. but i'll sneak in like a jimmy dean sandwich when my mom's not in the room mm-hmm. i have to i have to hide it because i'm not i don't want to have that conversation with her but um yeah so i mean like i guess she 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 follows through on it right she talks shit yeah. but then she also like feeds it she feeds me healthy food okay but then if i like eat more if i if i eat twice at her house like go over on the weekends do laundry if i eat two times there she's like didn't you just eat i thought you mm-hmm. just ate you should have been eating that she's like she raises my blood pressure yeah yeah <laughs> she's stressing you out yeah, she's bringing her high blood pressure without even biting into lechon kawali. <laughs> Speaking about food, what's y'all's favorite Filipino food? Mm. Wait, hold up. Before we get to that, what cut is lechon kawali? That's the, the belly, no? Belly. That's the belly. Like the yeah. Fattest. Okay. Yeah. Like it's crispy, crispy pata is a thigh, yeah. right? Pa- crispy pata is a thigh. Yeah. Okay. Or the the, the hock. The hock. Yeah, it's the hock. Yeah, the hawk. So, like, in between the foot and, like, where... The knee, kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. yeah. I don't think it's the actual good. foot. Oh. At least, uh, at least... Well, but pata means foot. Yeah. I thought pata was that. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought foot was ba. ba. Yeah, ba. Uh, I don't know, man. 
<laughs> I think it's just... regardless, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. Shout out Crispy House, Crispy House, oh, baby. Yeah, I was about to say they're also known, too. Also known as Magic Walk for Magic the ODs. Hey. Oh, that's a, oh, so that's what they're called now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah hey, called we should make some Magic Walk shirts. That'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> OD and shit. Sign for you guys. Bro, we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh, yeah, that's dope as fuck. You know it's yeah. good one. There ain't no fucking sign. It doesn't even say crispy house on the front. It's just like a door and a, like the letter B <laughs> for the yeah, grade. Bro, and it's the same dishes <laughs> from the like nineties still. <laughs> yeah, the letter grade. Yeah, the same fucking plates from fucking ninety seven, dog. I swear to God. <laughs> That's how they stay so rich. Yo, honestly, like if you go there during Thanksgiving, there's a crazy line for the Christian pot over there. I love them, but they gotta figure their shit out, bro. Like you put in a pre-order, they don't make your order till you get there and pay. It's like, what the fuck's the point of the pre-order then? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're so fixated on their product and like their old school ways that yeah. they're kind of missing out on sales. But damn, oh, can't they're, hate they're on they're them. Filipino though. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Can we do? Bahala na, you know. <laughs> shit, I just uh, I just started. I learned how to cook tocino and fucking longanisa. That's oh, the only. Yeah. Oh, you're making your own tocino. You're making your own tocino. Like you're cur- you're curing it. No, no, no. I I just oh. buy a store and fucking made. Oh, motherfucker! You made it sound like crafting it. It's a sign. Putting it in brown sugar and like fucking. Yeah, not all that. Sweat it. Nah, nah. Crazy dog. Make langurises. You learn how to make sausage. Like I just learned how to cook sausage. It ain't that hard, food. You gotta boil it then you fucking fry it. That's all it is. Hey, I never done it before. So I thought you got like a sausage make. I thought you bring casein and then you're stuffing the sausage you like with your own spices. That's that's my first fucking uh, Filipino meal that I provided. So cooking all right, man. Hey. As far as as far as favorite Filipino food, I would say it's either the pork or the Filipino breakfast. You know what I mean? I yeah, feel like. Yeah. Either corned beef, longanisa, or even fucking spam. And Those eggs. are staples, man. Staples, yeah. 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 Hey, do you guys like your corned beef wet or like kind of fried, like super fried, like hard? Good question, bro. I like. I, I like it like. like I like kind of like, like more towards the fried side, a little bit more crispier. That's exactly yeah. what, how I like it. There's this yeah. brand that I like in the Philippines, and my family will bring it here. It's called Deli Mondo. Oh yeah, I love Deli Mondo. That's the Fuck, best yeah. well, fucking right corned beef ever. Down. You need. Yeah, a, yeah you need to get that, Jarell. Jerezy, E L I Mondo. Yeah, be like, I know how to make corned beef. Motherfucker, you just took it out of the corner. I made corned beef last week, guys. Deli Mondo's no, Deli Mondo's fire. They have all these different flavors, like regular spicy garlic. It's it's pretty fire. But for me, yeah, for for my favorite Filipino food. Uh, I I like seasick a lot, but I'm gonna just throw in Bicol Express. I like that one. Yeah. Ooh, Bicol Express is good. Yeah, mm. hell yeah. That over Bicol rice. Express. It's hard to eat that without rice. It's- yeah. How y'all how y'all carnivore ass motherfuckers doing Filipino food with no rice? That's just ulam, straight. no rice. Yeah, like crispy. <laughs> you got a big ass bowl of Let me get bowl. one order of yeah. that shit. Cauliflower <laughs> yeah. yeah. rice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like my mom, yeah, no she problem. made Bicol. She made Bicol Express, and I had a bowl of just Bicol Express, and my mom's like, wow, this guy's really just eating ulam. I was like, yeah. I yeah. I go to my dad's and fucking yeah. have breakfast, and it's just longanisa, uh, tocino, and eggs. Yeah. Like, no rice. Damn, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, I miss the rice sometimes, people, not going to lie. 
people were saying like, oh, don't eat rice because it's carbs. And I'm like, man, people in the Philippines eat rice all the time. Look, they're super skinny. It's all good. Yeah, I know. You just got to work. Rice? You just got to work out. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, the Some portion of work. Yeah, it's over here. Americans are just fat, man. It's just <laughs> we overconsume, yeah, and, and the ingredients here is different too from yeah. like other countries. Yeah. And so. I feel like in the Philippines, the the portions are smaller. So even though they're eating yeah. rice, it's not like a half plate of rice like that I used to eat when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like a, yeah, because they have Very to ration true. it. You know, like they mm-hmm. have to ration it for a family. Mm-hmm. And I have a nephew who's here now, and all he. He gets this plate of rice, and it's just a mound of rice on it. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "Well, in the Philippines, I could never eat this much rice, and you just just a little bit of food on top." I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, came here skinny, dude's getting huge now. I'm like, "Bro, you—that's all that rice, man." But I get it. Rice is good, especially with Filipino food because of sauce that comes with it. Like, especially like Mm -hmm. Bicol Express, yeah, the drippings, and you mix it in the rice, and it just brings it all together, right? But you know, like 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 Nick said or Francis, the portioning really. Mm-hmm. We got to stop overeating because it's a lot of overconsumption here. Mm-hmm. And I think we're the only country that glorifies like huge versions of food. Like here's a twelve foot burrito challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the food yeah. challenges and shit yeah, too. It's yeah. like wild. And we're I think we're the only country that promotes shit like that, like mm-hmm. gluttony, just straight mm-hmm. gluttony. Bro, every fourth of July there's a hot dog eating contest. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kids yeah. in the Philippines are looking at them like fuck you, dude. Yeah, exactly. This motherfucker ate 80 hot dogs. I could have had two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're looking at like oh, shit, I'll end what you yeah. gonna do with the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know those kids are like, fuck it, I'll just enter and they're just eating it. Like, I'm not trying to win, I'm just trying to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won already, they're still eating. <laughs> you don't know hunger like we do. Uh, they, they take home the baton for, for the rest of the <laughs> to go. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, you're gonna finish that. Back it up. <laughs> I, I think probably for favorite Filipino food. It's hard to choose, right? But I think Pico Express is up there. Lechon Kawali, Liempo. Liempo, hell yeah, I love Liempo. Shit, what else? But gun to your head, you gotta choose one. What you what you're going with? What you picking, motherfucker? You just gotta choose one. He's like, yeah, I won't shoot you. Just choose one. <laughs> kare kare. Yeah, I'm a kare kare. Oh, kare kare with bagoong right there. Hell yeah. I don't like. I don't like bagoong. Oh. I know. I know. You you really missing out on them? But... It like brings it all together. Yeah. It's so strong. It's really it is, strong. It is very yeah. fun. You don't need too much though to like. You yeah. just need a little teaspoon with like your whole bowl of kare kare to yeah. make it work. You guys like uh, talangka? Is that the, a the orange yeah. crab paste? Yeah. I think. Oh, 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 oh yeah, that's just good. That's just um, good with fucking. Uh, that's the crab fat, right? And koala, yeah. Yeah, that's hella rich. Or yempo, or yempo. Ooh, or like chicharron bulaklak. It's so yeah. rich, but I can't like, eat that, man. It's good. It's what so is that? Good. That's just fat. It's right? intestines. intestines. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's good for us, Jermaine. That's organs. Yeah, but it's fried in fucking canola oil, super fried yeah. and that shit. That's bad for Damn, you. No wonder I fucking felt inflamed after. Yeah. So if we're to eat that, so we have to. not right. We have to it's fry it in time. beef tallow and then that's, be fine. That's, yeah. yeah, that's drinking food. It's to mm-hmm. absorb all the alcohol. I brought it. For, I brought it to work one time, and my uh, the place I was working at, my white coworker was like, "Dude, it smells like dog treats." I was like. <laughs> Basically, kind of is dog treats. <laughs> like, <laughs> it it kind of is. Wait, what's that mean, man? What you call it? 
It's not dog, okay? It's just dog treats. I know. Bullock -like Lock is fire, though. But I think I remember the last time I had it, like my head just started getting lightheaded. I was like, Bro, your cholesterol just <laughs> rising. You know, I was like, I was massaging my head at the table like this. I was like, bro, I can't do this anymore. It's that oil <laughs> treated to the dome. Yeah. You're just drinking yeah. canola oil because you know when you bite into it, it's all juice. Yeah, it's just yeah. canola oil it's just blowing up in your mouth. And it's not the fucking, what's it called? The, the chicharron bulaclac that's clogging your shit. It's going to be that canola oil. That's why. Yeah. That's where I was getting those headaches because my nephew, like we, we had the Filipino restaurant. Mm -hmm. And every time they were frying at my my nephew would just be there just grabbing. I was like, "Fuck, dude, you you're gonna be alive by the end of the shift." Gonna clean this shit. Like, Somebody's gotta clean this. Shit. Yeah, I was like, "I ain't gonna clean the restroom, dog. That's your shift, man." But I was just amazed at how much he could eat. And then he'd be in his car like, uh, "I have a headache." I was like, "You fucking thing. <laughs> I fucking told you." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Have, I never thought about that. Tried the, I think it's like the A5 grade Wagyu beef. Yeah. It's like the highest grade of Wagyu. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good, but it's yeah. super rich. So you can't fatty. get that much of it. It's fatty. Like the way they, I feel, I, I heard that the way they feed those cows is they hang them so they're not walking. So they're just, oh. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Wow. They're just hanging so they eat a lot. That way they're not building any muscle. That way it's super fatty. Oh, I mean, no it's, way. It is, it's, it's, delicious. it's delicious, <laughs> but goddamn, yeah, I can't have a, I can't have a ribeye like that. Just like thin slices, grilled like Japanese style. Mm -hmm. My 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 dad makes that sometimes. My mm -hmm. my pops makes it sometimes, mm -hmm. and like it just ruins steak for me. Like I'll go to oh, a yeah. nice ass steakhouse, and mm -hmm. like this tastes like this is like <laughs> not good. Yeah, I mean it's super marbly, so the grade on that the like the real A5 from Japan, it's the highest grade you can probably get. So mm -hmm. it would, yeah. If I had that all the time, it'd be, I probably have a high cholesterol too. <laughs> it's good, yeah. but I like, I like the balance of the just a regular ribeye with like a perfect balance of fat and just and muscle tissue. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's perfect. Like a, I just recently started having ribeye caps, and those are, dude, that's all if fat. You're, if you're, <laughs> No, but like if you've never had, if you all you had was ribeye, I always used to think ribeye was like the best steak. But the the ribeye cap is mm -hmm. that's like the king of steaks for me. It's, okay. it's but you know I've had one where it wasn't so fatty. Like I've read people saying, yeah, it's high in fat, but I've had one where it was just a perfect balance, and there was mm -hmm. so much flavor in that. So yeah. if anyone's trying to discover a new steak to try out, try that. But you got to mm -hmm. go to like a butcher or something. Costco maybe has it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just get a tri tip. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong with tri tip. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. But That's shit, as, as far as Filipino food, it's mostly pork and fish, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of yeah. beef. There's beef, beef steak, right? Beef steak. steak is Tapa. Tapa is fucking dang. Tapa is bomb, but it gets boring because of how dry and you know tough it can be. Yeah, because it's usually for breakfast. I usually have that for breakfast. With Not in rice. fucking uh, Island Pacific and fucking Irvine by Walmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their top of there is fucking different, dog. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, it's it's on some fucking <laughs> Korean barbecue shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah, try that then. Yeah. But there's there's also mungo, which has oh yeah. yeah yeah mungo. Mm -hmm. You have uh, your caldereta. Mm -hmm. Your your menudo, menudo has has beef, right? Yeah. Or is it pork? 
I think it's pork. I think menudo is pork. Is pork? Yeah, pork. I, pork you know, I, I still don't know the difference between menudo, afri, uh, uh, caldereta, and afritada. It's all like the same to me. <laughs> afritada is usually chicken. And okay. um, yeah, and then menudo is more like minced pork. Well, not mm-hmm. minced, but like cut up pork. And, and then uh, caldereta is either beef or goat, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's uh, caldereta cambing, which is mm-hmm. goat. We used to serve that at the restaurant, which is crazy. Oh, sure. It was the first nice. time I ever had that. Nice. Um, but it's usually, yeah, they're, 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 they kind of have the same flavor profile. Really, yeah. when you eat them because you're yeah. like, oh, is this afritada? Like, no, it's menudo. I was like, it, oh, is this caldereta? No, it's afritada. I, like, I don't fucking know. You're like, yeah. I, I love caldereta. <laughs> I, I saw like a meme of, um, you know, the Spider Man meme where they're pointing at each other, but it's like, Called the rest of and like oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> what's the what's the most foreign Filipino food you guys have eaten? Balut for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear there's I this place now that like, yeah. like that serves it by steps, you know, and they fry the actual chick now. You know. Oh yeah, interesting. I know yeah, what they're doing like now. More too. presentable. Is yeah, that Manopo doing? Yeah, so Manopo. Um, they're doing like a grilled version of it, so they put like cheese and like a chili sauce on it. I haven't tried it yet, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to. Like, I think uh, the. I'm sorry, go uh, ahead. Nick. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, you good. The the broth and the actual chicken is good. It's the white part that that I don't like of the balut. Mm-hmm. But the broth itself is fine. It's just fucking like chicken broth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while though since I've eaten blood. But have any, I mean, like, have you guys had dog? <laughs> nah, <laughs> I've had. I have a, not, but I've heard things about it. Hey, I'll be real. Like, uh, I, when I was in the Philippines, I was driving by one time and I saw them cooking dog. It was fucking brutal, man. Yeah, dude. I've Ooh. heard some. Fu- I've heard a fucked up story about eating dog. Okay, mm-hmm. I had. Okay, so my dad, my real dad. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's true because, like, I don't know. He's kind of crazy, so it's hard to tell sometimes. But <laughs> so he said that he was telling me the story that they had the dog and the dog was like dying, so they buried him in the ground up until his neck, and then they fed. And then at night he was like crying, so they fed him like two bowls of hot rice, and then in the morning they came out. He's like almost almost dead already, and then. Um, they killed him. They like cut off his head, oh, and then they unburied the dog or um, dug up the dog, right? So just the body, and it was cooked because it was in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then they cut open the dog and they ate it, and they ate the rice that was inside the stomach. What the fuck? Oh, they didn't. They did not drink the rice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that deserves yeah, well, a hey yo. <laughs> I mean rice, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, so again, I don't know if it's true. That was kind of crazy. And then I asked him, I was like, where in the Philippines was this? He's like, no, this was in LA. I was like, what? Dang. <laughs> Damn. Some little kid looking for his dog. He's like, what? Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah. My dad used to tell me some crazy stories, too, like... uh like when they used to circumcise kids uh, in the Philippines, they used to, they used to. He, he said the the doctor would smash the skin after it's done with a hammer on a piece of wood and then feed it to the ducks. 
I was yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's the Western. That's the cowboy style. Uh, we were talking about there's there's a 300 style, there's a cowboy style, and there's an Aztec warrior style. Jermaine's that was the Aztec warrior where they did yeah. it between rocks. Yeah. And you just like, jump about, into the lake. Yeah. So we, we talked about that on the first one with Neek, but since Francis wasn't there, I'll, so pretty much my dad was telling me a story of how he got circumcised. So then the Philippines, he said, because I was going to get circumcised, so you just kind of said this story to make me not be so scared about yeah, my shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, Simba, when I was yeah. circumcised. <laughs> no, honestly, right? But Same. he told me that they, where he was, where he grew up, there they would go to like where, like I guess, like for some there would be a rock, and they would pull the the foreskin out and stretch it out, right, to where it's cleared from <laughs> from the head, mm-hmm. and they would just take a rock and just fucking strike at it to get like a clean cut of it and then they would throw them into the lake to for the numbness and then uh wrap guava leaves all over there the fetus i was like i've heard guava leaves Fuck. that's guava wild because in yes. the philippines they they boys don't get circumcised until like later on right yeah like a rite of passage mm-hmm. yeah and then um i heard is i don't know if you guys have heard of brett rockman Yes, um, Bretman yeah, Rock. So, Bretman Rock. Yep. Yeah. Bretman Rock. Yeah. There we go. Bret, I got it messed up. Messed up. But Bretman Rock, right? He talks about like his experience getting circumcised, and apparently they have like different types of cuts that you. Yeah, can do. they do. Yeah. Yeah. they make German you pick cut. on a catalog like it's a many. <laughs> yeah. German it, cut. It's like a barber yeah. shop with a different Yo. cut on the. <laughs> you want a taper? You want a fade? <laughs> the fucking the fucking doctors looked at my dad. He's like, "What kind of cut?" And my dad's like German. I was like, "What the fuck? At least let me <laughs> yeah. pick, dog." Dude, I had to wait. <laughs> my, we hired so we hired new artists, right? And so we got a white, we have a white guy, and we have this this other Filipino guy from the Philippines, like a year ago. And so we were telling the white guy about how Filipinos or like people in the Philippines, they don't get circumcised until like they're later in <laughs> age, not when they're born, and like how you're awake during the the procedure and he was I just was, like yeah. what the fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> I was awake. he was not he was yeah he just was really confused and mind blown my shit was kind of embarrassing because my when my mom took me like she was in in there with me because she just wanted to make sure i was like fuck and then i don't know why my mom decided to bring her sister, my aunt, my tita Alice with her and then, so she walks in i'm like fuck are you serious so <laughs> they have my dick Full exposed, and she's just looking at it. My tita Alice like saw when they cut the skin off. You know, the head came out. She's like, "Ay, parang helmet." I was like, "You had some yeah. commentary." Yeah, I did. The garlic commentary. Yeah. And my mom was just trying to like comfort me. She's like, "It's okay. Like, look, we're almost done." And I was like, "You know, I didn't really feel shit." But when it started. Like he numbed it and he put the shot and then he's like, all right, we're gonna wait 15 minutes. So I'm just laying there, dick hanging out. I'm like, all right. Nurse comes like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. What the fuck? Look, like my dick's just hanging out over here. <laughs> Next, you know, he's like, all right, we're gonna start. And he's like, tell me if you feel this. And he like pinches the shit out of it, the, the top, right? And I was like, yeah, I fucking felt that. He's like, oh shit. We'll give you another shot. We'll wait another 20 minutes. And now, so you can imagine the anxiety that I was already building. I was like, dude, what the fuck? What if these shots don't work on me? Damn. And I was talking to the doctor. He's like, yo, I don't think this shit's working. He's like, shut up. He's like, you know. <laughs> and my mom's like, you're going to be fine. And I'm just panicking. And I could feel the incision. I'm like, dude, this is fucking wild. 
then I'm, in comes my aunt. <laughs> like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I had to wear a skirt for a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit's fucking. That yeah, shit felt like la- fucking passion like Christ, bro. <laughs> they put a mask over me and I just passed out and I woke up. I oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. awake, man. Lucky you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably had a yeah, probably had better insurance. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was like you, Jermaine. They fucking took the shots in, and towards the end of it, I was like, "Doc, I could fucking feel everything. Can you fucking just dose me up one more time?" <laughs> so they shot another one, and dude, the shot fucking hurts too though you know what i mean yeah just <laughs> you get shoot the first. straight fucking right into the head you guys are lucky to not feel that because <laughs> i know right when jarell did that my dick just shriveled up right now i was like yep i remember that core memory <laughs> Dude, my, my artist uh, um, shout out to mark my, my filipino artist he was telling you know our white guy brian about like brian was freaking out about like oh my god like why would they do that to the boys and he was like no man like it's a rite of passage people are stoked about it you know the charities will come through and it's free circumcision and all the boys are lined up with their parents outside of the clinic and there's a window and people can look through the window and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> it's oh, shit. paper view outside. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Filipinos, we like to make money off of anything, don't they? Yeah. It's like a, like, it's like a pop-up. Yeah. Pop-up circumcision is coming down. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, that's crazy. Mobile. I mean... Circumcision services. <laughs> it's it's weird because like it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, in, in my culture, there's a rite of passage for boys to be men. Just gotta get like your foreskin cut off and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you won't understand though. <laughs> oh man, hey, just the white, our, our white guy was tripping out. Tripping out about that. <laughs> no, but then yeah, I, I asked like as going through that and understanding the rite of passage, would you have your 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 son go through it? You know. Uh no, I paid for my kids right at birth. I was like, fuck it, just do it. <laughs> Ooh, <see>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till that full. Like, it was free because after <laughs> That's that, what I told Mandy. Did you? What did Sam say about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't talked about that with Sam. She's here right now, so yeah. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it, Sam? Would you wait? Like yeah, Mandy, Mandy was like, "That's abuse." <laughs> Would you? uh would you want our son to get circumcised when he's born or like when he's like 10 or 11? <laughs> when he's born? Damn. Uh, he, he can't, he can't harness the spiritual. And that's man when energy. the fight started. If he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel you. I, I, we had that conversation. Like, should we wait? Should we wait? And then, but I remember like when you get to a certain age, it's a cosmetic thing. So you have to pay for it. So that's when I was like, fuck. So oh. just covered it right now. And you're like, yeah, I was like, do it right now. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So when you get older, it's just a cosmetic thing. It's like, okay. there's no medical reason why you need it because your dick functions just fine. My, my mom and dad said they just didn't want to see me cry like crazy as a baby, like going through that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So they're like, they don't feel shit. Cries an adult. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, when you're older, it's like it's a little. I mean, I wasn't crying, bro. I was just like, <laughs> I was drugged the fuck out. Yeah, yeah I was drugged oh, the fuck yeah. out. I woke up, I was like, this shit's sore, but all right, yeah. cool. <laughs> My parents bought me carne asada fries to make it feel better. I was like, <laughs> consolation, bro. Yeah, and I was just sitting there eating drugged out, and my mom's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Mom, you just fucking took me to the doctor and got my shit chopped off." <laughs> Now I gotta wear this skirt. <laughs> man, that shit was brutal, man. She yeah. was brutal. But yeah, I mean, like, like I said the last time we talked about this, after you get it done, you know what I mean? You look at the younger cousins, you're like, oh. when's yours? When's yours? <laughs> ah, it's coming up. Oh shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, and remember in the Philippines, like it, they would call you support. Like, yeah, yeah. That shit, like, and so that was like the most embarrassing thing. They did yeah. they call you out in front. It's like, oh, support. <laughs> like, Stop, man! What the? Fuck? <laughs> I'm getting my next month. Gosh, <laughs> I'm waiting for my insurance to fucking cover it. Dude, I'm waiting. <laughs> Damn, crazy times. Terrifying times too. Like I said, uh, when I was in that waiting room, they're like, oh, "Okay, two hours." I fucking couldn't. I had my Game Boy, but that I couldn't focus on the Game Boy, you know? I was looking at the <laughs> clock the whole time. Like, shit, this is about to happen in two hours. And that, that was here in the States, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had laser and everything, so shout out to technology. But you I got laser? Ra- I didn't get laser for shit. I would have rather I- had a laughing gas put me to sleep. They didn't give you the guava leaves after you left. I wish because my shit felt weird after, and <laughs> Yo, I couldn't even pee. Just, just to cap this off, dude, the peeing was crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having, I was having the Bellagio water shows in my bathroom. Dog, I had to, I had to go to the bathroom, just like in the bathtub, and take a shower yes. when I needed to. I was like, Dog, I'm not wiping this up every time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so oh no, oh no, hell no! Oh, <laughs> yeah, it felt it felt like a pressure washer, really. It's like, oh yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> See, I would back. never know these things, so this is so interesting to hear. Uh, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. They're like, damn, there's all the fucking shit they shot up. You know, I'm fucking leaking from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, if you have a son, would you have it when? To circumcision when you're a baby or like when he's much older? Or would you even have him circumcised at all? I don't know. I Okay, so I honestly for sure would want to have them circumcised. Um, in terms of when, it's probably mm-hmm. something that like it depends on what my boyfriend would say. And most likely yeah. he's not Filipino, so most likely he's going to say just do it at birth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never gone through it, so I can't really <laughs> say one way or the other. So I yeah. would assume that like my boyfriend would probably make that decision okay. because mm-hmm. he he probably right. would have better insight on what my That's son nice. would prefer. <laughs> yeah, y'all get debu- debuts. We get fucking two legs. <laughs> it ain't fair out here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for you, we'll have a party. <laughs> for you? Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was crazy, too. Is Well, I brought this up with, with my artist when we were talking about it, is that there are some places that do female circumcision, and that's gnarly. What the fuck, what the fuck is that? What is that? Yeah, yeah. That, but that one's, like, super fucked up because it's it's more so of, like, a, of a real... Uh, 
a religious thing and then also this because it's like this idea of like sex is bad and so they'll just fully remove the clitoris what and yeah which sucks that fucking sucks dude oh. so they'll remove the re- remove the clitoris and then they'll sew up the the vaginal opening leaving so it depends on like what kind you get um, they'll sew up the vaginal opening until there's just a little hole just for the pee to come out. And sometimes they'll remove the labia too, the lips. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's Imagine crazy. finding a girl like that. She's like, I'm a cybernetic organism. <laughs> <laughs> Access did not. Shit, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my God. Jeez, that's why I've never heard of that shit. What kind really? of culture? What, what cultures do that? I Philippines. Can't remember exactly. Really? I feel like they, 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 they're in Africa somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I think wow, that's racist, Andrew. I'm pretty sure that's that's where it was, but I I know it's in it's in countries that are like super religious. Mm, or I, I read this book called it's it's the title is Infidel, mm-hmm. and um. <laughs> Oh my the woman was from I forgot exactly where she's from oh my gosh but she talks about that So because she, she had to go through female circumcision and it's like when you come of that age where you're supposed to have a husband you have to have children then you only have this small opening so basically what they have to do is just fucking ram that shit in there and rip oh, that shit God. open it's like, yeah well, it's crazy so <laughs> they're like hey you want to go through your guys' circumcision okay yeah like i'll be this again that's cool <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with circumcision <laughs> yeah. you're like you gotta go through that or do it again like no do it again you want to cut it right now let's go <laughs> i get well i mean i guess the appropriate term for it really would be like genital mutilation yeah that's exactly what i was thinking like yeah. more yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but they call it circumcision so well they're just trying to sh- Sugar coat it. <laughs> yeah. Skin coat it. It's just like, you know, like the rest of it you could fix with cosmetic surgery, <laughs> assuming you have the money for that, but you can never replace the clitoris. Like, yeah. There's nothing you can do about that's that. True. There's a tattoo artist saying, I could tattoo a clitoris on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they tattoo right. nipples for, for like, the, you know, the breast cancer or whatever? They. I've seen mm-hmm. that, like a, that a lot of tattoos oh, yeah, are yeah, doing yeah. that tattoo nipples on them. It looks oh, crazy. Like butterflies. Like yeah. Yeah, they do. There's people that do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be nervous to do that. Good. What if I fuck up somebody's nipples, though? <laughs> I, I've been having this conversation with my coworkers about like how much would somebody have to pay you to tattoo a dick? And yeah, yeah a I don't know. Dollars. What would your guys's price like? What would your guys' price be? Fuck. Dude. Uh, where would it be tattooed? Yeah, what oh, am I tattooing? Oh. Like where on my face or like on my no, somewhere no, no, I can No, not you're gonna tattoo someone. Damn, he's he's thinking about it. <laughs> you're gonna to tattoo it. A good estimate here. I'm trying to get a good appraisal for this dick tattoo. No, no, tattoo no. You're tattooing a dick. Not you're getting. A oh, tattoo, tattoo on. Dick. Okay. Yeah. Like um, not you getting a tattoo on a dick. You have to tattoo somebody else's dick. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. That means I gotta hold it, right? Because everything has a price, man. What's what's yeah. your price tag? How how much do tattoos usually go for? Uh, um, on somebody's damn, you go. 
You go, you're actually scouting for average price, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's asking the logistics like first. The, He's the, the Kelly Blue Book. Fair <laughs> <laughs> market value. Carmax got his penis. Yo, I tattoo, I tattoo a dot and then for like a milli. <laughs> <laughs> See, but then, like, let's say, let's say somebody comes in, right? They, they show you a hundred thousand in cash. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different story. Oh, let's go. I I'll do it. That too. I thought about. I was like, damn, I'd only do it for a million dollars. But I was Dog. like, shit. If I thought, if I saw a hundred thousand in cash in front of me, I was like, I, I might just do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100k, I'd be like, yo, so what's your occupation? <laughs> what do you want? Smurf? What do you want on your dick? It's like, am I stretching this shit too hard? <laughs> get this detail right here. <laughs> I want this to come out really nice for you. 100k is 100k, man. And the, the other thing to consider, too, is that when you tattoo, you the skin has to be stretched out, right? Exactly. So you gotta so, yank his dick. So I'll yank yeah. that dick and <laughs> so it needs to be it needs to be like up and at attention, right? Yeah, so that's, like, that's like another thing. So my 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 Filipino artist was saying that I had asked him this question, and I guess he said in the Philippines somebody came in and wanted their dick tattooed, and he said no, but another artist didn't. So I asked, I was like, so like, oh, no. it has to be up. Ha- you have to have a fucking boner to tattoo the dick. Uh, he, like, so he said so what he did was he took a rubber band and wrapped it around the um put it around the base no way and then the, i i don't i, I you, i'm not a man so i don't know this but apparently that's like a life hack interesting you know? so, oh okay, okay. <laughs> huh like a yeah. cock ring then yeah right? I didn't don't they have like cock rings and shit like what are the hmm. purpose of those things man i'm Jermaine's about to buy an Amazon um, rubber band, like a hundred rubber bands. <laughs> hey, I'm waiting for that hundred K. I just want to be sure I'm ready. When that when that day comes, Francis, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna pull up in a new ass car. You got a hundred bands and a hundred rubber bands. I think I honestly I'd probably do it for like ten K. Oh wow. Okay. I think I'd do it for 10k. You really the thing is, you're wearing out. gloves. You know, I feel like that really. But like, you gotta get close matter. to it, dog. Like, you gotta like. <laughs> I mean, you could be like, <laughs> you be like, be like that. Yeah. What are, you, <laughs> what, are you afraid you're gonna end up sucking it? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, what? <laughs> All right, Nick. When you ta- Nick, when you tattoo, are you really gonna be like this? Like. Because <laughs> no, you gotta see if that shit is packed exactly. Like, you gotta be like, yeah. Yeah, like that. I yeah. would tell him, can you go wash that shit real quick? At least. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's funny. I'd ask for the deposit. We'd have to work something out after <laughs> yeah. the deposit. Y'all gonna laugh at me? Then we're gonna be in Vegas, getting, getting bottle service. And be like, yo, how'd you afford this whole buzzer? You don't want to know. <laughs> 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 the, the guy yeah. in the Philippines that got his dick tattooed, I guess what he wanted, he wanted the whole the whole the tip whole shebang. Black. Just the tip. Oh, just shit. the tip black. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's a lot of shady. <laughs> That's like some fucking indigenous shit. <laughs> so the, the guy had to hold it like No way. They called <laughs> me black hair. Like, like this <laughs> and like like that, and like pull down, pull down skin. <laughs> Black skin head. <laughs> that's worse than getting circumcised. Yeah. yeah that's Jesus. I what feel like you lose all the sensation after that. No, like after just, that, like what do you feel anymore? 
I just don't understand why. But then I was thinking, I'm like, maybe he goes around telling girls like, oh, I'm black. So I'm black from the waist oh. down. And then she, they're like, oh, really? And he pulls out his pants. He's like, yeah, look. I'm a, I'm a fourth black. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of is why you would do that. Hey yo, that deserves a hey yo. <laughs> so, so he can numb it and go for like four hours because he don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> Damn, that's oh, fucking, fucking wild. wild. Like my Jesus. the other uh, our other artist, um, she's a female. So I was asking her uh-huh. how much she would she would charge. She thought I was asking how much would somebody have to pay you to suck a dick. Not tattoos. So she thought I asked that, and she was like, "Well, shit, depends who it is. I might just do it for free." <laughs> <laughs> oh, tattoos! Oh, damn. But you know, it's funny. You're like, "I'll do it for 10k." I was like, "Well, there goes my chance of doing 100k now." Now someone's like, "Oh, do it for cheaper." Now I gotta go 5k. <laughs> Get hold that a little bit. <laughs> Bidding war over here. I was like, "You know what? You can do it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe like 10 grand I'd do that but it has to be cash up front beforehand yeah. you know I like those yeah. terms that's a, a very reasonable that's fair that's fair yeah that's fair. these are the things that we talk about in the sh- in the tattoo shop hey if I find someone can I get commission we'll make it 12 we'll make it 12 you get you keep the 10 i'll keep the two <laughs> so you're gonna have to pay me for bringing me somebody that wants that. <laughs> i will make it 14 the, yeah. the referral oh. program yeah. oh, dick referral program <laughs> I hope to God I never get that get that person. Yeah, we have if a new heart. If you do, you got to come on the podcast again and talk about it. Yeah, well, you guys know. With pictures. With pictures. <laughs> that was my second question to 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 Mark. Was like, was it big though? Like, how big was it? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I didn't look. I'm like, well, dude. It's a big question. You know? <laughs> The guy wanted the whole Genesis painting on it, and you're like, you don't have enough real estate, man. (laughs) (laughs) One just like complex tribal pattern on it. (laughs) Do all that, bro. (laughs) Maybe happy face. Spearheads on the shaft. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. It's indigenous. There's a, there's, you know, women out there that get their significant others tattooed on the, on the outside. So. I've seen pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I've met somebody on that Twitter. That. <laughs> on X. <laughs> Makes more I, sense. Now it's called X, huh? Yeah. I, I met somebody that has, that has that. I didn't see it, but she told me about it. The craziest tattoo I've seen is in between this chick's legs. It was like in, in her thigh. She had a ruler, and it said like "must be this tall to ride." <laughs> you saw it in person? No, I was in a picture. Uh, I was gonna Damn, say, did uh, you, did it would have been badass if I saw it in person. <laughs> were you well? Were you tall enough to ride? <laughs> yeah, it would have been intimidating. <laughs> She's like, no, you go to Camp Snoopy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Toontown it is. <laughs> yeah. 
the booty Where's hole. The you call that Toontown? What the fuck? <laughs> Shit. All right, we're hitting that two-hour mark. Uh, Neek, thanks for coming on. Before we wrap up, I did want to bring up uh, Filipino cryptids because that's one of my fucking favorite topics when it comes to Filipino culture. So we'll just go around and talk about our favorite ones. Mine straight up, dude. I can't fucking get rid of a swangs, man. I feel like I saw a documentary on that recently and it just brought back all the fucking vibes of that shit. And do you guys remember that Filipino show called uh, Shake, Rattle, and Roll? Yes. It's like horror, right? Do you guys remember yeah. that shit? You remember Okatoka? The Okatoka, yeah. <laughs> Which was yeah. just backwards for Takot Ako. Fucking Filipinos and saying that shit backwards. But yeah, I think I remember. Uh, uh, a bit on the swung on, on one of those shows, and that shit fucking trips me out. Uh huh. Scary stuff. Do you mean like, you guys? Uh, do you mean like if we've had an experience with like some type of Filipino? I mean, that would be better if you guys have had any. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have. I never personally experienced it, but my cousin, um, who went to our Lola's house, um, before. So he uh-huh. said he went to use the restroom and he saw... Is this in the Philippines? He's in the Philippines. Okay. Um, so he went to the restroom downstairs and he saw a girl like playing the piano. Um, but he thought it was just like, what the fuck? So, uh, our little cousin playing the piano so late at night. He's like, whatever. So he and went to the restroom, went back upstairs. And then he told like um, his our aunt, like, hey, why was... Uh, I forgot which cousin, but let's just say Kyle uh, was the cousin. Uh, why was she playing the piano so late? Oh, oh, you saw her. That's not Kyle. That's like, oh, God. That's it. it's, so it's like, it's just like normalized. Like, my aunt's just seen her and just like, all right, well, that's the girl. That's the girl that haunts the, because where my, where my family lives in the Philippines on my dad's side, it's like a, a, you like a multi family unit. So it's like mm-hmm. a big ass house, but like four units. So, but kind of all some of them are interconnected. It's I don't know. It's but yeah, it was just a, yeah. I guess a, that that plot of land has been known for spooky shit. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's and also okay, and that same cousin, he was playing in the yard or something, and I guess there's like little mounds of dirt where like trolls live or something mm, like duendes or whatever. Duendes, yeah, duendes. Yeah. So he stepped on it. Um, and fucked up the house, fucked up their house, mm-hmm. and he said like immediately the next day, like he was like fucking sick, like high ass fever, all this shit. So they had to get like a witch doctor to like get the duende like from like the curse off of him or whatever. And he said after the witch doctor left, like a few hours later, he was like so much better. Like he, so he was like after his experience and him like seeing like his eyes and telling that story when we were younger, I was like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> so I, when I went to my parents, ha- uh, my Lola's house, like I did not fucking go out like at night and I saw like dirt. I didn't fuck around around the dirt. I just played basketball on the cement street. <laughs> I, I, that think, was it. I think that's the, I think it's Tabi Tabi, not the Duende. Cause it, when okay. you, um, the Tabi Tabi is like when you're in the forest or something and you see mm. a mound of dirt, you have to oh. say, uh, yeah, you have to say excuse me, like yeah. find the ball or my yeah. ball, right? Yeah. See, like tabi tabi ball, and then so tabi, tabi, you don't get sick or something. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. What, what are they, Nick? Are they like kind of like fairies, right? 
I don't think so. I think they are like, let me, I think they are like little trolls. Hold on. Jeez. Let's see. It's yeah, because like, there's like, there's copperas too, right? There's fucking giants and shit too. Yeah. I remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what they are, but I, I, my, I think my mom was telling me about it. You just, if you see a mound in the forest, you have to say tabi tabi po so you don't get, you know, bad luck. Bad juju. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking witchcraft and like Mankukulam shit is fucking really big in the Philippines and spells. So, yeah, do you have any personal experiences with any of these fucking white um, ladies and shit? I have. <laughs> Dude, I have a lot of personal experience with white ladies. White lady, black lady. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had those in the Philippines because. Um, oh, for yeah. real? Like, yeah, no. Um, Ghost wise, not people? No, no, yeah. So. I remember because I, I had just moved to the Philippines, so obviously the American and my friends in the street were kind of just warning me. Like, we were riding, our, I remember we were riding our bikes, and we are going down, like, this dark area, and they're saying, just stay close. And there's always this house that we would always see that was like, no one's there, right? Mm-hmm. And they would always stop by and say, take a look over here. And then um, they would just tell stories, right? And I remember, I'm, I'm like, getting goosebumps talking about this again, but... I remember looking through the window and I just see like a black shadowy figure and it looks like it turns around and just starts walking towards the window. And then I remember they were just saying black lady. And I was like, what? And <laughs> we all started biking away. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, was it a black lady or what? And they were explaining to me like, no, this is a, it's an evil ghost. And you know, she, mm-hmm. she comes for kids. Like she'll eat you and things like that. I was like, what the fuck? And I remember at the time, I was like, that's racist. Why are you scared of a black lady? You know? <laughs> but really, the window, like, it didn't have any currents, had nothing. Like, you could see through the house. You could see a wall and things like that. But you could you could see this person's figure and, like, kind of just, like, it was a side profile. Then it turns around and it just starts yeah, walking or, like, gliding towards the window. And the moment that happened, everyone started screaming, <laughs> biked away. And then that was it. So I was already scared. I'm like, I'm not hanging out with my friends late at night anymore. That's what my parents. That's what my parents were warning me about. I was like, stop going out late at night. You know, you're gonna see things. I was like, whatever, dude. My shelter does. And um, so another night, we're hanging out in my neighbor's jeepney because he's a jeepney driver, and we would just hang out in there. And all the kids were known to just hang out and sit in there, right? And mm-hmm. it was parked next to this tree, just tall, like you know, fucking eerie looking tree, right? And then I remember just stepping out because I'm like, I'm going to go home. Like, I'm, I'm over. I want to go home. And I remember kind of just, I look up the tree. I don't know why. I just looked up at it and I just see like a white figure just looking down. And I was like, oh, shit. And I just remember running home. And then they were like laughing at me. They're like, what the hell happened? And the next day I told them I saw this and that. And they were just laughing at me. I was like, dude, no. I saw that shit. And I don't know what it is about like third world countries and shit, but. <laughs> They're prevalent there, right? Yeah, right. And it was it was yeah. scary. And those were the only really two instances I had. I lived in a haunted house here, and that was scary. But <laughs> yeah, so as far as cryptids go, I'll go with the uh, Manananggal. Mm. That oh, it's fucking like their half bodies come off, yeah. right? Like a vampire. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. They eat babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I did have I did have one at my my tita's house in Bacolod. So I, I get sleep paralysis a lot. Mm. 
Um, so like when we stayed there for the first time, they have um, it's like a compound basically, right? They have like four right. houses on the same street, and so one of the houses we stay in, it's an old house. Mm-hmm. And the first night that we were there, I was getting sleep paralysis, and then I remember like in my dream, um, standing in the room that we were sleeping in, and there was like a circle of people around me, and the but I couldn't move, and I was facing um, this. I was facing this thing. It was just slimy black, like oh. figure, and I there were no like features that I could tell. And I, I was falling asleep in my dream, and I just remember feeling like if I fall asleep, I'm not gonna wake up. And so I just kept telling it, "I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you." Mm-hmm. And then when I came back to the states, I was getting sleep paralysis again in my bedroom. And I was trying to wake myself up, and like right before I got up, I just get this like flash of an image of that same black slimy like, figure just hovering over me. Yeah, it freaked, yeah, wow. it freaked me out. So it, like came back with me to the states, just trying to get like papers or something, dude. Like, <laughs> 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 like green card, ball, green card. At that same time, when we were when I experienced that sleep paralysis in the Philippines, in that same dream, I was walking around the house, and I went to the laundry area, and there was this woman, and she was covered in water. She was wet. And she was saying that she wanted to harm my pops. And then the whole time that we were there at my aunt's house, like my pops was feeling heartburn. He wasn't feeling good. But then when we left the house, we went to the next island over that we needed to visit. He was fine. Creepy. Sleep paralysis is fucking scary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was getting it last night, dude. I had sleep paralysis last night. It was freaky. Yeah. It's crazy. I would get like a, like, there were there was a couple times where I would get this little breeze over my arm and then just like chills, but I couldn't move. It happens mm-hmm. to me fairly fairly often. So we had this uh did this dude on the podcast. He wrote this book on uh, outer body experiences and uh, astral projection, and he has like this whole technique of astral projecting. And he says that state of being in sleep paralysis mm-hmm. is like the fundamental state in order to astral project. So it might be like a in-between kind of state between like this realm and the next realm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's fucking scary because you are. I feel like a part of the, the experience of, you know, you sweating and you breathing hard is you trying to move, but you're Mm -hmm. just kind of stuck. You know what I mean? It's almost that, that, that experience or that feeling of you're trying to run in your dreams, but you can't go anywhere, but you're sprinting, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I, I can't move, but then I know I kind of learned because it happened because because it started happening so often that I learned that if I just start trying to say go away mm-hmm. and then slowly I'll be able to start moving. It'll kind of like, yeah. Wow. It kind of like calms you down and empowers you. Yeah, but I think it's also just sometimes I feel like there's something in there with me. And so if I just tell it to leave, like it'll, it'll go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've learned to just practice my breathing when I'm in that state, just because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in that, you're just like, <laughs> and you feel like you're having a short, you know, shortness of breath and you feel like you're going to die because you're suffocating. I've learned to just like take deeper breaths just because you can't move your body. So try and control the breathing. Mm-hmm. And when I try to get myself in that thought process, I tend to get out of it fairly quickly. So, 
maybe it's just a matter of just calming yourself down. That's why you're so in that state of shock and you're like, I can't get out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it sucks though. Cause you're like scared. To, I like, at least for me, I'm like scared to fall asleep while that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. But then also I'm so tired. I want to fall asleep. And every time <laughs> yeah. I try to fall asleep, I get sleep paralysis. So Yeah. yeah. All right, just to wrap this up, I mean, like, we're all Filipino here, and I feel like I'm going to assume that we all were kind of raised to think that these things are real. Do you guys think these things are real? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Swans yeah. and all that? Yeah, man. God yeah. damn, what the fuck? It's With so my experience, scary, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, I had the experience, and like Francis said, his cousin had the experience, and, yeah. you know, that, that shit's real to me, and I know there's people who doubt the shit out of it, but it's easy to doubt it, and then when it happens to you, what are you going to say? You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Philippines late at night is like a, like just late at night is like a cesspool of something waiting to happen to you if you're not in the right area. <laughs> Fucking weird. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe this could be another topic for the next podcast. But like, where the like spirituality and like witchcraft kind of stemmed into the Philippine culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of have their own voodoo culture too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty colonial pre-colonial i guess i would say religion it wasn't really religion it's animism right Mm -hmm. so but it's only labeled witchcraft after spaniards came with catholicism but that's before colonization that's what we believed Mm -hmm. in you know so yeah and like i think we could talk about this too on the, the next one but it's about like how they you know the world's fair and how they had different like ethnicities there and they, they definitely took Filipinos and I was just reading about this and how they had them at the world's fair and yeah. had them like reenact things they would do at home and people would be like, they're doing witchcraft and things like that. Yeah. So, Oh, for real. Yeah. yeah. So oh, at shit. the world's fair, like Filipinos were in there and like, like human zoos, right? Yeah. The human yeah. zoos at the world's fair and just like them, like throwing food at the kids, like their animals. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it was pretty okay. shitty time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they showed where the Filipinos were kind of like in their traditional outfits and stuff. And they were fooled that they were bringing them there for like for a new set of life. But they didn't know that they were just being there for a zoo. Mm-hmm. And they were making them reenact like, oh, you guys do this. Go do it so they can see what you guys do in your country kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, Dan, this took a fucking dark turn. Nico, yeah. we find you. <laughs> Nico, where can we find you on social oh, media? Sorry, besides, I, didn't hear that part. I got this part right. Do you have a website we could we could link at too? Yeah, it's um, culturatattoo.art. Um, you can you know book appointments through there. You can see all the artists' work, but. Um, other than that, um, you can always find me on Instagram at Nick and IQ underscore culture a tattoo. Um, hit me up if you guys are looking for tribal Japanese. Um, I could do black and gray realism as well, but I definitely would love to get some more Japanese and tribal clients in. You know, these are always fun to do. So, uh-huh. and she'll do your dick for 10k. <laughs> yeah, 10K. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Use promo code K4B3. (laughs) (laughs) She just straight up undercut of my market. I was like, 100K, 10K. (laughs) So, yeah, just hit me up if you guys need tattoos. Hell yeah. Yeah, Everyone's welcome. I know where to go. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. All right. That was another episode. If you want to talk more cryptids, culture, or just talk shit, join the Discord website. 
should have the link. That's cave.com, k4v3.com. Mabuhai. Later, everyone. Peace out. Salamat. Salamat. Salamat po.